I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Sure was. Uh, Quite a different Mother's Day for everybody. I don't think I've seen my mom since Christmas, to be honest with you. I saw my mom. I dropped something off for her. I dropped off uh, dinner for her. Yeah. On Saturday. That's real nice. So she could uh, make it on Sunday. It sucks because you have to drop stuff off and then you drop stuff off and you're like, here, cook it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday, Dan Mori spent his time on the phone calling just randoms right across the country. To do what? To like... Wish Mother's Day uh, greetings to... Moms everywhere. And also to tell, uh, tell Mother's Day jokes. That's sweet. Hello? Are you a mother? Yeah. Well, happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you, darling. Can I tell you a Mother's Day joke? Uh Huh? I want to tell you a joke. Mount Nebo? No, no. Can I tell you a funny joke? Yeah. Why did the baby strawberry cry? Thank you, baby. Okay. <laughs> Why did the baby strawberry cry? I'm kind of hard to hear in any way. When they get up in the age and you can't hear, I feel. Okay. Bye. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Hello. Are you a mother? Yes, I am. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. I have a joke for you. Okay. Okay. Why did the baby strawberry cry? Because they have those little, uh, what do you call them? No, no, no. no. Just, just, just say, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, because his mom was in a jam. <laughs> okay. That's it? That's it. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Is your mommy home? <laughs> Get the f*** out of here. You're not going to find her. Well, I wanted to tell her a Mother's Day joke. Uh, what's the Mother's Day joke? After you talk to me like how you did? Oh, you should tell me. Okay. What did the mother broom say to the baby broom? Oh, oh no! Hello? Hi, sorry. Did somebody call this number? Yes, that was me. And I'm looking for oh. mommies. Are you a mom? Yes, I am. Happy Mother's Day! Happy oh, Mother's Day! You. What do you call a small mom? I don't know. Minimum. Oh, minimum. That's good. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, how great is your mom? 
Is she? What did she do? Fun things. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put your mommy back on the phone? Yes, it's me again. Okay, that was really. I don't. I'm not good with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Are you a mom? Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Okay, I have a Mother's Day joke for you. Okay, yeah, let me hear the joke. What is it? What did the mother rope say to her child? I listening. Well, you're supposed to say I don't know. Oh, you t- you said you told me uh, you're telling me a joke. Right. So I said, what did the mother rope say to the child? And you're supposed to say I don't know. Okay. Okay. So go ahead. You're supposed to say I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, we're going to have to start this whole thing again because you won't remember the first part. So what did the mother rope say to her child? Behave yourself. No, you're supposed to say I don't know. (laughs) Okay. What did the mother rope say to her child? I don't know. Don't be naughty. Okay, my dear. Sorry. I I have a dinner, okay? (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ah. What is going on? Today is National Chicken Dance Day, something we celebrate on this show. Wow. Every single year. Okay, here we go. The Chicken Dance Mocha, as you know, uh, we all did it at your wedding. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, it's a staple. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, it is a it is a classic. It is a staple. But much like uh, other you know famous dances that are choreographed, like the Tussie Slide, yeah, or the Macarena, yeah. The chicken dance has very specific moves. Uh, every year we celebrate the chicken dance, and every year Maury spends a year practicing the chicken dance, and every year Maury comes on here and screws up the chicken dance. Maury, can you just sort of say what the moves are without doing them right now? Okay. Wing, wing, wing. Yes. Quack, quack, quack. Okay. Clap, clap, clap. Right. And what would you call this one? I guess shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Okay, sure. We'll or go with shake, that. Twist, shake, twist, shake. twist, 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 twist. Okay. Wing, wing, wing. Yeah. Quack, quack, quack. Right. Clap, clap, clap. Right. Twist, twist, twist. Okay, cool. Easy. So the, you say that those are the four moves. That's all you need. The choreographed moves for the legendary chicken dance. What are the first ones again? Wing, wing, wing. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That may be the greatest joke ever told on this show. You know what I mean? That may be the greatest joke ever told on this show. Oh, okay. I love okay. that. I love that. Okay, it's just it's just fun. It's just fun. Uh, okay, so uh, Maury, anytime you're ready, Mocha, you're in charge of the you're in charge of the track. Uh, Maury, as you're doing the chicken dance to celebrate National Chicken Dance Day, please, as you're doing it, say for the people at home uh, which moves you are doing, Absolutely. so they can so they can follow along. Okay, ready? all right, here yeah. we go. Wing, 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 quack, 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 clap, 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 wing, wing, no, wing, 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 quack, 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 clap, 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 twist, 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 wing, 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 clap, 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 twist, twist, no. I can't stop. Okay. Okay. Bro, we got 20 seconds in, and you screwed up the whole thing right from the very beginning. Hello, who's there? Okay. Okay, Maury, are you ready? Are you ready to try again? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, Okay. here we go. Chicken dance day, everybody. Okay. Wing, 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 quack, 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 clap, 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 clap,
wing, 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 clap, clip, clip, twist, twist. No, wing, 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 okay, wing, stop, clap, stop, clack, stop. clack, clack. Mark, here's the thing. With, with, with choreography, right? Like when the music is continuing and you yeah. screw up, you can't go back to the beginning unless the music goes back to the beginning. So you have to find your place in the song. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, two, okay. one. Wing, 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 quack, 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 clap, 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 twist, 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 wing, 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 clap, twist, 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 quack, quack, quit, twist, wing, wing, wing. Okay. Okay. You've had a year. You had a year, buddy. Oh, man. You Can had, I do it without the music? You had a year. Can you do the chicken dance without the chicken dance? You know what? I'm going to confidently say no, you cannot do it. <laughs> wing, 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 wing. No, wing, wing, wing. Yeah, wing. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I wore flip-flops today by accident. Okay. You ever done that? One does not wear flip-flops <laughs> by accident. I did, though. I no, did. Yes. Didn't. No. Yes. Nope. I did. You're like those crazy white people that I know who will. <laughs> it's not really? cold outside. I'm going to stand up in line at Home Depot for three hours wearing T-shirt and shorts when it's no, cold no, outside. No, no, no. Okay. You have to understand. It's not it. cold. No. What do you mean? <laughs> Stop it. This yeah. isn't cold. Trust me. You have to understand that. Like over the weekend, I do the absolute minimum that I can as a human uh-huh. to look like I can function in this world. But do you not look at your comes to the way that I dress and everything else. When you slip them into shoes, boots. No, because I, I do have to, I had to leave the house a lot this weekend, just uh-huh. but just to go outside, like take the recycling out and uh, check the oil in the truck uh-huh. and get something out of the truck and walk to the corner store and go and get milk, like all this stuff. And then what I do all weekend long is I just throw my jacket on and the flip-flops are by the front door. Whether I'm wearing socks or not doesn't yeah. make a difference to me. I just stick my flip-flops on and then I walk out the door. And this morning, that's Quick exactly errands. what I did, uh-huh. right? I just, I, I was leaving and I, I wasn't wearing socks because I had already decided that I'm done with socks for the year. And then Wasn't I, it freezing when you went outside though? Yeah, it was cold. And did you not realize, like... Uh, Figure, like, why are my toes so cold? Yeah, in the gardener. When I was like, why oh. is the heater working? And I'm like... <laughs> oh, well, like, when you stepped outside and you get that first little little bit of breeze on the Yeah, toes. I did. And you know what I did? What? I zipped up my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like a moron. Yo, can I tell you, driving in north of the city? Yeah. On the highway, I was going 60 and I had my four ways on. Did you really? It was whiteout conditions, bro. Oh, Jeez. That's how bad it was. That's crazy. Yeah. And did you get snow up there over the weekend? Yeah. A lot? Did it stay? It, uh, For a little bit? Up until about 11.30 on Saturday morning. It really, stayed. Huh? Yeah. It was the worst. And then all day, it was on and off. Yeah. Snow. And like, it wouldn't stick on the ground, but it was just, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. <sighs> it's too much. But no, it's definitely not flip-flops weather. Um, oh, I could have told you that. But uh, but yeah, here, look <laughs> look at that. Look right here. Look at it. Oh yeah, I got those same right? ones. Right? Yeah. Cheap. Uh, these, are, these are the WalMarts. Yes. Yeah. I got like <laughs> I six saw, pair of these. I use those at home too. <laughs> They're like four dollars. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do because right now my toes are actually very cold. Oh no. Zip up your jacket, bro. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mm-mm. Did you watch How Talented Are You 
with <sighs> Serge Ibaka yesterday on Instagram Live. I, I tried, and I could not. <laughs> So Shem from the Raza Moga Show. Good morning, Shem. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, made it to the next round, which was yesterday. Okay. And it was a head-to-head round, right? He had to battle against somebody. Okay, so this whole talent thing, this started a while ago, yes. right? So early April, Serge announced that he wanted to do something to help uh, prevent, uh, to help fight COVID nineteen. So okay. he presented this talent, uh, this talent show called "How Talented Are You." which is a play on his YouTube uh, show, How Hungry Are You? Okay, and then so he has just regular people, fans of his, guys like you, Shem, yeah. you what, go on Instagram Live, do a talent, yep. sing, sing, dance. dance, be a magician, okay. do some magic. Yeah. And then For it's example, like, there was a guy yesterday, yeah. he's an artist, and he painted, in two minutes, painted yeah. the Toronto Raptors logo, like the dinosaur. Oh, wow. In two minutes. Wow. Legit. It okay. looks good. Okay. Wow. And from the UFC, uh, Max Holloway was the celebrity guest judge. And how fitting that for Shem, it was Max Holloway that had to, was the the vote, was the deciding vote in Shem's round and another round. So who did you go up against? Uh, Another girl. Her name was Teresa. A singer? A singer, yes. Okay. Oh, that's tough. And this is what she sounded like. So all throughout this competition yesterday, how talented are you with Serge Ibaka? He would allow fans who are watching to randomly join in and throw in a vote for the rounds. And what you had to do was just give a thumbs up. So he just looked for a thumbs up, randomly select somebody. Guess who got randomly selected yesterday to throw in a vote? Who's that? What up, what up, what's up, man? Yo, say what's up, Uncle Serge, Uncle Serge. (laughs) Hey, how are you? We're good, how are you? Just eating dinner. I'm good, I'm good. Thank you for joining us. Are you kidding me? Thank you for doing this. All right, so um, did did you watch the live, what? I watch live and I'm waiting for Shem. All right. But I'll vote right now, though. Yeah, we're waiting for him for Shem. Okay, Kayla, number two. Who are you going with? Yo, I'm going to go with, uh, we're going to go with number two. Number two, Kayla. She was good. Everybody be nice in the comments. She was amazing. Go Raptors, go. All right, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Go Raptors! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So who were you insane. voting on then? I was voting. I like believe it was the round. People? Yeah, two other people. The round right before Shem. Yeah. So here we go. It's Shem's turn to sing. Yeah. And he gets selected by Serge. And here's how everything plays out. Yes, Serge. What's up, bud? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You have two minutes. And then go ahead, uh, do your thing. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Strumming my pain with his finger. Singing my life with his word. Killing me softly with his song. Killing me softly with his song. Tearing my whole life. With his word killing me softly 
with this song. I heard he had a good song. I heard he had a smile. And so I came and at this point of the competition, I'm looking at Serge. Everybody's looking at Serge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And Serge has a big smile on his face. And he's bopping his head. He's really feeling this performance. And like everybody. When I say everybody on the feed, yeah. on the live feed, yeah. everybody was rooting for Shem. Really, yeah. I just kept seeing S-H-E-M pop up on the screen. Are you seeing any of this while you're singing, Shem? Or no, you're not even looking. I don't huh? pay attention to no, anything that's happening. No comments. I don't know. Serge's response. All right. No, no. All right. So then we get to the voting. And from the UFC, Max Holloway had to throw in his vote. I think he gave me the hardest one ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't I don't know who to pick. It's hard. This is tough. They both is good. So we got like, uh, really good. Terrasa is number one, and then you got Shem number two. Man, they, they both can really sing. I like both of them, yeah. And then the way number two opened up was crazy, but number one was hitting those notes. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Come on. I think. <laughs> this is all of us don't, yesterday, don't, Ross. Don't, don't look the comments. Come on. I'm not reading the comments. No, I'm don't looking look away comments, from the comments. I don't even want to. I don't even want to look at you. I'm just gonna look at. I'm just look like this. Yeah. Look and at then your face I, right I just now. Gotta just Ross yeah. is all of us yesterday well, on IG. A minute. Yeah. Take a time. Uh, I want you to make a good decision. So why? Right? So make sure you know because every decision you're gonna make now is gonna count. It's gonna. Right? It is gonna count. Uh, what do you think, Minnie? Um, both. Don't read. Don't read the fans. Don't read. Uh, I'm not reading. I'm a man. The, the way the second one opened up, but. And then, the, but the first one was just hidden, just hidden. So, I think I, think I gotta go at number one. Bob. No! No, yeah. Oh. Okay. Why not read the fan comments though? I don't. I don't like that. So read Max the, Holloway read the fan comments, man. Did not pick Shem. Come on. Read the fan comments. Read the fan That's comments. What I said. But yeah. here's the thing though. Like if you're torn. If you were on IG Live yesterday, yeah. and when it was decided that it was not Shem, yeah. the look on Serge Ibaka's face. Oh, really? <laughs> I think he was disappointed yeah, that yeah. it wasn't Shem. Yeah. I gotta say. It was a lot of fun doing this. I like, imagine. a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to win. Of course <laughs> like, I really wanted to win. Of course you did. But the support was so nice. Like, yeah. everybody was super, super, uh, super sweet, super supportive. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to win. Oh, <laughs> Listen, man. we got a text this morning at 925 Big shout out to Shem, the people's champ. Too bad the champ wasn't on our side if he only read the comments. Yes, <laughs> read the comments. Oh, but you know we love you. Congratulations, Thank brother. you, guys. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I accidentally signed up for uh, Apple TV Plus last night. I mean, accidentally. <laughs> accidentally did it. They make it too easy. Uh-huh. And? I don't know. I just, I didn't even know I did it. Oh. So you didn't, I like- got an email. Yes. That was like, hey, 
something about I was watching. I don't even know what I was doing. I was what I was. I have like nine things going on and I'm watching, trying to watch a show because uh-huh. if I'm watching a show with Catherine and then I look down at my phone, I get the elbow nudge. It's quality time. What do you do it on your phone? Put it down. And I always have to look at her and go, I'm not working. I'm like doing something cool. Yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at Twitter, <laughs> right? No, I can't do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so I give her like the. Oh, my God. If I say I'm looking at Twitter, she's like, you know, I deleted Twitter months ago, right? She's better than me. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to have quality time and I'm trying to watch a show. And then I'm looking at my phone and I see something from Apple come up. And anytime something from Apple comes up, I always look at it because uh-huh. why not? Right. It's my phone. It's like it's your life. Update, whatever. Who knows? And then so I click it and it was the thing for Apple TV+. Plus. And then uh, it was like free. I saw the word free. Uh-huh. And then I didn't know what that meant. And, and then I clicked something. And then I looked back up at the TV, had another conversation with Catherine. And then I looked down at my phone. And it was time for me to type in my password for my phone. So I just oh figured my, my phone, I figured my phone went to sleep while I was having quality time. And then I type in my password. And then I just get a thing like a, an email that just reads, You're all set. And I was like, I'm all set for what? And then I got an email this morning being like, The bill. <laughs> oh, can I- you, you would be the easy, uh, the easiest to scam. Post ten p.m. Yeah, the easiest to scam. Yeah, eight thirty. You okay? <laughs> so you know, you're the one that will get that email. Hey, I have this uh, this uh, rich uncle in yeah. Nigeria. He's a prince. Yeah, he needs help with uh, you know yeah. transferring funds. Yeah, you'll get a cut. Just give me your password, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Oh no, hell yeah! That's my whole family though. <laughs> my dad was that same way. My brother's that same way. My brother would. I would wake up in the morning when when we were younger and we were living in apartments. And I'd wake up and I'd walk out of my room and my brother would be sound asleep on the couch in his clothes and on the table would be the the, the home phone and his credit card. And I'm like, oh God, what do we do? And then a week later, something would arrive in the mail, some like get rich quick scheme that he he bought on late night TV, right? Don LaPree, I got, you know, I got this, I got this boat and all these women. (laughs) Place entirely lads. Yeah, exactly. One bedroom apartment. We had that. He ordered it. I... There was one time. Do you know what showed up? Time. A binder. A binder of what? Just it, like nothing. It was a binder full of just like like nothing. I swear to God, it was nothing. It was nothing. And How much spent, did he pay? Oh, like, it was like $400 at the time or something like so that. So one time, the, the furthest somebody almost got me. I was on the phone for like 30 minutes, yeah. maybe longer. And all I had to do was buy a pen. <laughs> for $450. No. Yeah. No. For $450. But you buy this pen yeah. and you're automatically entered into a draw oh, here to we win go. a trip to the Bahamas. Are you kidding me? Yep. To win a Ford Explorer. Are you kidding me? Or I think it was a cash prize of like $10,000 or something. And a pen? And all I had to do <laughs> was buy this pen for $450. Good for you. So 30 minutes later. Yeah. I didn't buy the pen. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> you jerk. I did not buy the pen. Man. I couldn't. I couldn't. When I was a kid, my dad would make us sit through those timeshare meetings just so we can get like a, a night free at one of the resorts. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other thing. I've been through those before. Don't even worry about it. I almost bought a place in Las Vegas. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Jerry Stiller died, huh? I know. That one That's hurts. That's fine like an hour ago. Yeah, it sucks. 92, though. Oh, great life. Uh, Jerry Stiller, of course, uh, Frank Costanza in Seinfeld. He was on King of Queens for all them years. 
one of the greatest hotheads to ever grace any screen that a person okay, could where's my boy? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sitting at home reading a periodical, and this is the call I get. My son is a bootlegger. Who <laughs> put you up to this? Was it her? All right, wait a minute. I think you've got it backwards. My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. We got that right. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. You saying you want a piece of me? <laughs> I'm gonna drop you like a bag of dirt. You want a piece of me? You got it! <laughs> One of the greatest hotheads to ever grace any oh, screen. Poor guy. Yeah, uh, Ben Stiller uh, sent out the note. Of course, Ben Stiller, his son, that uh, Jerry died at 92. And uh, I guess his wife died back in maybe around 2015 as well. So uh, that sucks. I saw a picture of Jerry Stiller, though, recently, or one a recent-ish picture of him and yeah. didn't even look like him because I'm so used to Jerry Stiller and everything that he did, dyeing his hair red. Oh, and wait, this, this picture not really red? This picture I saw of him, his hair is completely white. Yeah, he was with uh, um, Kevin, King of Queens. Paul Blart. Yeah. Kevin, what's his last name? <laughs> Blart. No, Kevin Blart. No, it's not Kevin Blart. The jackass. Kevin, how do I know his name? James. Kevin James, thank you. <laughs> Here comes the boom. <laughs> you, you know? You wow. know? I went I went You're through like a period. President of his fan club. <laughs> I went through a period where I was flying a ton. Yeah. And on Air Canada. They hadn't updated the movies. I, I was in the middle of a cycle where I think that I hit it right as they switched over all the movies. And then I flew a ton in that period. And there was just nothing on there. And this has happened twice. Nothing on there um, that I wanted to watch. So I wound up watching Here Comes the Boom probably about nine times in a month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and and now it's one of Roxy's favorite movies, Aww. and so we watch Here Comes the Boom. I'm trying to see what the, else he was all in all the time, and then the other movie I watched he was in a Hitch. Lot was Hitch. Yeah, he was. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right? in Hitch. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, Will Smith's best friend in Hitch. Yeah. What's the other one? Who's in Summer Catch? Look that up for me. Uh, he was also in. Uh, I pronounce. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Paul Blart Malkoff. What's the other one you want me to look up? Uh, Summer Catch. Tell me who's in Summer Catch. Summer. Because I think I watched that movie over and over and over again too. Freddie no, Junior. No, no, oh no, no. Sorry, I, that was that was years before. No, it was Trouble with the Curve. What? Yeah, Trouble, Trouble with the Curve. With I've seen about a dozen times. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And Amy Adams. Yeah, Clint Eastwood and Amy Adams. Yeah, Trouble with the Curve. Is I he watched racist that one in that one too? Um, I don't know. Is he is he not racist in anything? <laughs> <laughs> Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have an opinion. I don't have an opinion on that. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, guys, I can proudly confirm that it's on Netflix right now. What is? The reunion, too hot to handle. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's forty-one I minutes stuff long. Got to do today, man. It's called Extra Hot: The Reunion, and they're all on um, Zoom. Oh. I haven't watched, obviously, watched the episode yet, so I don't know who didn't make it. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 12, 13. There's fourteen of them there. Plus, I don't, I don't even think that there was fourteen of them to start with. Was there? Uh, maybe one of these uh, in the screen here is the host. Could be the host. 
as well. And then there's a screen here. You can't really see it. It's a little yeah. thumbnail of Lana. Uh, oh, right. right. The one who's spying and snitching on everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, Lana. Hey, Lana. I was reading this, um, just reading this article with Francesca from Vancouver, the one who costs all the money, but then came out of there, like, in love. Yeah. With Harry from Australia, who now lives in L.A. She did an interview with um, Complex Canada. And they asked her whether or not she uh, ever visits Ontario. And she said she was born and raised in Ontario and then mm -hmm. only moved to Vancouver uh, three years ago. And then they asked her, the question was, is your dating, uh, on her dating experience, how do BC dudes compare to Ontario dudes? Oh, snap. Okay. Here we go. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. I think BC dudes are more chill. They care about clout more than Ontario dudes. Oh. But Ontario, like in Toronto, where everyone thinks that they're Drake and they all dress like Drake and they talk like Drake. <laughs> and they have this like really weird slang. <laughs> but honestly, I have not been able to find anyone like worth, you know, dating here. <laughs> I usually do long distance and find someone in LA or in a different country and just do it that way because there's not many, I mean, there are very wholesome Canadian country boys, but that's also not my type. So obviously I decided that this show is good for me for a reason because like I've been unable to meet anyone on the same wavelength as me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well said, girl. <laughs> So your reunion show for Too Hot to Handle is on Netflix right I, now. I don't know if you can just straight up compare to, say, Ontario dudes to BC dudes because there's a very different dude that lives in Toronto than the one that lives in Thunder Bay. Oh, you for know, sure. There's a very different dude that it's lives regional. in Scarborough that lives in South Oshawa. Right. You know what I mean? Scarborough like, man <laughs> them are not Oshawa guys. Yeah, Maury. Can I spoil one thing from no. the reunion? No. Absolutely Get out of not. here. Uh, Out you go. What is the matter with you? Uh, Why would you even come out here you and go? It literally just dropped. Go. Get out. Don't even. What are you doing? What's the matter with you? Can I spoil something? The answer no, is no. You just cost the group $10,000, Maury. <laughs> Pay up. Thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Welcome to the retreat where there are cameras everywhere. Right? And Lana's voice could pop up at any time. So Francesca and Harry from uh, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. This is the real story. We've talked to Francesca before on this show. Uh, Harry is um, the sort of fiancé, maybe not fiancé. And they did the reunion special where he proposed over Zoom with like a ring pop. And everybody's like, oh my God, they're engaged. But hey, they then, did a big celebration yeah, on the show. But, but I'm just going through this right now. And yesterday, Francesca tells Variety, that no, they're not engaged. Yo, Harry, what's up, man? It's Razamoka. <laughs> Good morning, my doing little positive. How are we, team? Yo, <laughs> did your fiance tell you that uh, that she talked to us already? No, she hasn't. So she is your fiance, then, right? Well, like kind of. <laughs> like it, she deserves. She's like, come on, bro. She deserves more than a ring pop. Like I want to do it properly. I just can't. I can't really do it. You know, over, over Zoom, you know, I have to get on one knee and, and do it properly. 
So it's like kind of, it's a gray area. Was the proposal, did you mean the proposal? Like had she said, oh my God, yes, in that moment, would you now consider yourselves to be engaged? Because I'm just going through this story in Variety when they were talking to Francesca and she's like, well, kind of, sort of, maybe not fully engaged for real. Like, yeah, I definitely, if she was like, oh my God, yes, then 110% I'd be um pretty much a married man but it's just a little bit hard when um we're in quarantine and i can't actually put a real rock on her finger but we have had we've all got a shared like um wedding ring album so we're doing we're doing okay but do you consider yourselves to be engaged minus the formality of you guys of you getting down on one knee or is the engagement sort of on hold until you can see each other face to face it's definitely on hold until i can see it face to face okay gotcha so you are not currently telling everyone i'm a married man Oh, wow. <laughs> Why are you going to screw everything up, man? <laughs> you confusing the hell out of us, bro. Uh, so what's life like now for you guys? I mean, you are in L.A., she's in Vancouver, and what, are you just FaceTiming every day? Yeah, pretty much, like, two to three times a day, like, even if even if we're not talking and she's just, like, there or, like, making dinner or something. It's kind of, like, comforting, but it's been a little bit hard, obviously, with the distance and all this crazy stuff that's going on. And, like... Our lives have completely changed pretty much overnight. So it's been a massive, like, roller coaster of emotion. So, yeah, it's pretty wild, but we've just been, just been coping with FaceTime. Harry, why did you choose to move to L.A. and not directly to Vancouver and start living with Francesca or even getting your own place so the two of you could be in the same city? Well, we actually broke up for, like, eight or nine months. So when I was planning to move to L.A. to get over here, um... We like we weren't even talking at that point. So once I finally got settled in LA, um, I decided to give her a drunk text, and that's when we got back together. You guys have something very cool, which is normally on these shows. Okay, when you hook up on a show and you're good looking and she's good looking and you're both good looking together and you have crazy fun, young, sexy fun. Uh, when you go back to the real world, people are all over you guys, right? Like the temptation in her world is huge and the temptation in your world is huge. Especially because, being in LA. Because of COVID, you guys don't have those temptations. Do you think that your relationship would be as strong as it is right now had COVID not happened and you were so full of temptation? Oh, Absolutely, we'll be. I think we'll be fine. Like in all honesty, like we're so solid. Uh, we talk about everything. Like Francesca has always been hot. Like I'm only like suddenly starting to come a little bit hot now. So yeah. <laughs> like we just we just talk about ev- everything. So she's she's sweet. And like I'm locked in my room. And when, um, yeah, our relationship's pretty solid. When but. you guys were were split for those nine nine months, is that what you said? Yeah. Did you did you see other people? Did she see other people? And have you told each other about the other people? Yeah, of course. It's weird because it's like like getting back with your ex, and then you have to tell them about everyone that you've you know everywhere you've been um, before that moment. Did you tell her about everywhere? Or did you say some places? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, no, she, she knows about where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harry, after appearing on, uh, on Too Hot to Handle on Netflix and seeing, like, all the footage that they chose to show because cameras were everywhere, uh, who in mm. your life were you not necessarily worried, but were a little bit concerned with seeing that footage and then maybe making a phone call or sending a text to you about? Um, I think, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty ruthless. 
Um, so there was so much stuff that they got cut out. Like I was quite nervous about the stuff that I said about Francesca when I was like um, angry about the whole Kel situation because I know I was being a bit of a bit of a baby. But the only person I was, I'm worried about or I was worried about was Francesca and how she felt and everything like that. So yeah. Well, what about what about episode seven? What happened at one forty seven a.m. I actually don't know. Can you tell me? You don't know? Do you know how... um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when that episode... When we get to that episode in Too Hot to Handle, who in your life texted you about it? Oh, everyone had a lot to say. Um, But I was a very happy boy. Like, that was was 6K well spent for me. Have you met her? Have you met her family yet? I have, and I think they hate me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, what do you? What do you like? A big sunglasses mogul? Is that the? Is that the plan for you in LA? Yeah. So I've got my sunglasses brand Kensington, um, and obviously with all this, it's helped it kind of launch more globally. So it's been pretty exciting, and we're coming into summer. So I'm just trying to make sure that all my friends are, are looking fresh and sexy with some shades on. <laughs> And uh, you design these yourselves? Yeah, yeah. So we designed them in New Zealand. Um, they're all handmade and absolutely um, amazing. Um, we just had a look at some of the other brands out there, and we heard that they're just absolutely overcharging people, just ridiculous amount. So we we give them, we just offered a better product with way just way more affordable. Um, Harry, before we let you go, <laughs> oh, they have, look pretty dope. Have Netflix approached you and Francesca about doing something together? There's been conversations. Uh, <laughs> That's all I could say. There's just been some conversation. Do they have any sort of ownership over you guys? Like with that, what was, I don't know about the contract that you guys signed, but if you do decide to get married and do it publicly, do you have to then go to Netflix to offer it to them? Um, I don't know if we really want to film our wedding, but I guess we probably should because this whole relationship has been in on, on camera. Netflix would probably want to record that um, and... Make, make a bit of drama out of it. Hang on a second. Maury wants to ask you a question. I just wanted to say thank you so much for wearing the Toronto Blue Jays hat in all of your Instagram photos. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, I literally, when I went and visited Francesca, I was like, hey, how can I look like I'm a local? She's like, yeah, get these hats. Everyone's going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Harry from Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. Thanks very much for joining us on the Raz and Mocha Show. Hey, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So who's this guy that Ariana Grande is dating? Because he's in the new video. I think See, he's. Yeah. I think he's just like he's just like a straight up real estate agent, right? Just is that the deal? Guy? I think so. I don't know anything about him. I, there's. I guess he he has a bunch of famous friends. How do these like real estate agents? Do you watch these like real estate agent shows on Netflix and stuff like that, Maury? Yes, I do. Where these like famous listing. million dollar listing? Oh, and whatnot? that's the one. Oh I yeah, and Open Dude, House. Oh, you love that show too? Yeah. yeah. Like open House NYC. Every Sunday morning we watch that. What was the crazy show that I was obsessed with where it was all like the, the caddy women who were all the real, real housewives? Estate, no, the real estate agents. It was a Netflix oh. show. <sighs> was it Selling Sunset? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that show was That was like, a good one. Oh, I was like the Witches of Eastwick, that show. Yeah. They were so mean the, to one another. Because you got the drama, but you also got like... The beautiful property. Yeah. Dude, the right? same thing, so a million dollar mean. listing. They huh? fight the million dollar listing. They fight all the time, those guys. Yeah, but I remember, this was I think the- it was one of those episodes. I think it was a million dollar listing where one of the guys he wanted to pay for a property, I think in Manhattan or something, mm-hmm. uh, in Bitcoin. 
Yeah, like, that happens. And that's like, happened many Bitcoin? times. And yeah. one of them used to be an adult film star. Yeah, no, but... One uh, of the real estate agents? Yeah. Oh Selling God. Sunset was crazy because I think that it, the way that it went was that it was a guy who owned this real estate company, but he only hired female agents. Yeah. And so they all looked the same. Like, they all looked the same. They, they came out of the same factory, and they just hated each other. And then every time, like, he brought in a new one, they'd all be like, meh. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Can I hear that again? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> It was so awesome. I was obsessed with that show. It was so good. It was so good. So I guess he's one of those. Like, I guess he's just like a million-dollar agent Dude, when, in Los Angeles, when right? Your friends like, friends are all deal. those famous people. He's friends with Miley Cyrus, he's like this 20, guy. He's 27 years old. Like, how do you get to be... Who, Ariana's boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, how do you get to be that good? I guess you just hook up with the right people and you sell one property and then you're just on your way, right? Yeah, like, commission, it's word commission, of mouth, commission. right? It's like, so hey, let me wild. tell you about this real estate agent I got yeah. walking to town. Yeah. And now it has guy. to be, God, it has to be the easiest job right now, especially in this market, to be a real estate agent. And I'm not saying that it's like there's not a lot of work involved mm. or like a lot of butt kissing and you have to be really nice to people that maybe you sh don't deserve it. But <laughs> houses like pretty much sell themselves, don't yeah. they? But you can't even go, but you can't go see them right now. No, I don't now. mean right now, right now. I mean, you just like right, right now. now. I mean, just like right now in general. Yeah. Like how difficult is it? You don't have to list the house anymore. Just word of mouth. Yeah, you go, Psh, for sale. And somebody goes, here's a million. Yeah. Do you know, right? Like, that's it. Uh, I got a letter in the mail. Somebody offered to buy ours. Oh, that happens all the time. I know people that have bought houses that way. Seriously? Yeah. Yes. Drop Anytime. a letter in the mailbox. Hey, we're looking to buy in this neighborhood. You looking to sell? Give me a call. They give them a call. The deal's done by the end of the weekend. Yeah. So I should call them? Yes. You have nowhere to go more. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ariana Grande did an interview with, um, who was it? Apple, is that who it was? Same. She doesn't do interviews, huh? Very she rarely. Stopped. Like a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah, very rarely. Um, and she goes through, she covers quite a, quite a bit. Um, and, of course, one of the things is that she had the new song with Justin Bieber, and then everybody's like, oh my God, we're going to get new you know, Ariana Grande music, but it's not happening. She said that she's uh. not going to release anything that resembles a full-length project um, during quarantine. But uh, um, here she is talking about uh, Stuck With You, which is the track she did with Justin Bieber. That we just wanted to make something fun that also helps and kind of makes people feel, I think, less alone, I guess, or just can some, like be hopefully somewhat uplifting. I think it's also like a really literally isolating time for people mentally too so we wanted to put music out because music is the thing that makes people feel good mm. right That's nice and uh where are we here um talked about why she stopped doing interviews as well because you had literally just mentioned that oh. uh, this is a rare thing for her i stopped doing like interviews for a really long time because i felt like i whenever i would get into a position where somebody would try to say something for clickbait or twist my words or blah 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 like i would defend myself and then people would be like oh she's a diva and i was like this doesn't make any sense if i have something to say regarding a choice that's being made with my career or something blah 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 it's always kind of manipulated and turned into this negative thing whereas i don't see that with men it's like when men express their opinions or defend themselves or are directing something and making notes on something they're brilliant well, huh. Unless you're Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Let's not get everybody a pass, okay? 
Let's not give everybody a pass. Uh, you want to hear her talk about Doja Cat? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so I love her. I was able to work with her earlier this year on this song that I want to save for whenever it's time again to drop. But um, I love her so much. I love her personality. I love what she brings to the table musically and just like she's just such a breath of fresh air. I think she's brilliant and so talented. I wonder if she's like secretly working, not secretly but still because she said talking uh, about the collab with mm -hmm. Bieber if she's also at the same time recording stuff anyways. Like if she has ideas and she's writing stuff down and she I'm decides sure. to record, maybe yeah. not for a project anytime soon, but like a kind of just in case. Well, I think or to a, fill the time. Yeah, I mean, it's a there's a lot of people that have a lot of stuff that they don't know what to do with right now. Like you have yeah. Katy Perry, who's definitely going ahead and releasing. Right? Uh -huh. uh, you have Gaga. Is that a new song coming out tomorrow? She has a new new track. Oh, when is the new Katy Perry? We said this last I know that week too. The, the album. I know there's an album. So we know that the album's coming out in August. Yeah. But is there a new? Is new there a new song? song? I can't hear either of you guys. Yes. There is right yes. tomorrow. I think it's called Daisy. Daisy. I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So cool. we should be Thanks. getting that new song. Uh, yeah. But what was the one that we played last week? Because that was supposed to be the new song that actually never came out, which is real weird. Oh, a Katy Perry and Diddy song. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. It was a week ago. We played yeah, it. I know. But uh, we're supposed to get uh, that song was called Smile. Yeah, and then. So tomorrow is what? Daisies? Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. Gotcha. So hopefully. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Amy. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How are you guys? Doing good. How are you? I'm really, really good. This is such an awesome phone call. It's such a mood booster. Okay. So uh, Amy reached out to us, Roz, yeah. via Twitter at Kiss925 and said, Hey, guys, listening live all the way from Manchester, UK, feeling a little homesick, and you're the perfect pickup for me. Thanks so much. Wow. So, what? May, where are you from originally? Toronto? Uh, yeah, I'm from just outside of Toronto, yeah. Oh, okay. And then how long ago did you move to the UK? Um, I moved over 16 years ago. Oh, wow. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, before you moved there before we started doing this show. Yeah, well, I come home, well, we try to come, I still call it home, sure. um, at least twice a year. So, I got married last summer and had a UK wedding, uh, Toronto wedding reception, which was super awesome. Mm -hmm. And obviously because we come home, we do local touristy stuff. It's, you know, we love it. Um, and obviously this year we can't, um, right. and it kind of hit me this week. Like you're not gonna be able to go home and you're not gonna be able to go and to your mom and dad and, uh, they're not going to see their granddaughter. And it kind of, it put me in a big funk. Um, yeah. and then I was just listening to you guys and I was just like, this has made me feel like I'm actually at home at my mom's listening to the radio. Aww. And I totally appreciated it. <laughs> so what brought you to the UK 16 years ago? A guy. Um, I came over to Nanny. Oh. I was a nanny in London. <laughs> uh -huh. um, Were you really? Like Mary Poppins? <laughs> um, I was, yeah. It really? Was, um, it was an experience. It was definitely an experience. Um, and then I came up to Manchester because my parents are... British citizens, well, they were, they're Canadian citizens now. Um, I stayed, fell in love, had a kid. <laughs> oh, wow. How old are you? You and sound, was, like, super young. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm 38. Yeah. Yeah, it's that it's that, uh, yeah, it's yeah. that it's that tinge of accent, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. deceiving. I have, it does, yeah, it does come out. But I work over here uh, for the NHS, so the National Health Service. So I'm in work every day doing telephone clinics. Um, I work in medicine, so a lot of prescribing prescription stuff. Jeez. So I'm in... 
every day. I'm grateful that I'm in, though. Uh, I think if I was at home, I'd probably be a little stir-crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how did you discover the Raza Mocha show? Is it just those yearly kind of visits back home? Yeah, just the yearly visits. Oh, okay. um, we went to, my sister took us to go see Fifth Harmony because JoJo opened, and she loves JoJo. Oh, wow. And I think you guys promoted the concert and stuff, too, so I've got, like... Kiss 92.5 lip balm. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a staple. You go uh, home, you do the same things, you see the same things, so it, it's pretty awesome. I love it. Right, we're a tourist attraction, right? You, well, you are. Yeah. My husband listens when we go, and you like my little girlfriend in the car, and she's just like, Mom, Mom, change the radio. And I'm like, okay, dude. We'll oh, that's you. amazing. So you listen to yeah. the podcast out there as well? We do, yeah. I try to get onto it on weekends, just when I'm just having a break and some time to myself. So it's it's good, and I'm just really grateful for you guys. I'm sure I'm not the only one that is grateful for you. You guys have definitely got me through the day. No. It's uh, it's funny, not funny, like haha, funny, but like yeah. I can tell you're, you you have your Canadian accent, but every now and then you can still hear that kind of like UK twang, yeah. English twang in there. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah. My daughter has a full-on English accent, except for she says tomato and yogurt, where over here it's tomato and yogurt. So she gets a few funny looks, but when I when we're out together and I talk and she talks, you kind of get some looks of like, you sound different. Oh, yeah. like they think that you're the kidnapper. You know, you still look like the nanny. <laughs> the nanny, yeah. But I have to, it's when I get out like my Ontario driver's license for ID and they look at it, they're like, you're really that old? I'm like, mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. That's well, the dream. Amy, uh, thank you very much for reaching out. Thank you for no listening to the Raza Mocha Show. We appreciate your time, um, especially being in a different part of the part of the world, different time zone. Yeah. Yep. And uh, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, I I can't I can't. You guys are equally the same, and and I can't leave out Lori and everyone. It's it's just such a. You guys are all equally my favorite. It's like a parent. You can't ask them to pick a favorite kid. You know how this works, though. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I feel like I'd be like crushing someone's dream if I had to pick. No. No. <laughs> so between Ross and Mocha, Amy I, in me, the UK. Amy, I have lost Amy, I have lost enough of these that honestly, like you're gonna say Mocha and then I'm gonna pick up my phone and I'm gonna start going through Twitter like I always do. <laughs> well, I could say Ross because together we have three letters in our name. Okay. We could play it that way. Don't don't base it on that because that makes me feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, I, I don't know. I, I honest to God, I couldn't pick. I couldn't pick an actual favorite. I mean, the birds in the, I'm outside at the moment. There's like a whack ton of birds like chirping away. Mm-hmm. But uh, wow, you are like Mary I don't know, we could yeah, say, I know. We could say Thursday, <laughs> Thursday's Roz is my favorite, and Friday's. Mocha can be my favorite. Listen, you, you got too much British in you. You know what I mean? You got too, you got too much polite in you. You've lost your edge. You've lost your edge. You, 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 no, no, no. You came from a jaded, cold place like Toronto where you would have dropped it in a second and then watched me like cry and laughed and had a drink. Now you go over there. You're a nanny. You're Mary Poppins. You got birds in the backyard making a dress for you. Okay. And you just want to please everybody. Everybody. Stop it. Okay. When I'm home next, I will contact you guys and I will make my decision then. How about that? All right, fine. Amy, <laughs> we love you lots. All the best. Thank love you so you guys much. Too. Take care, guys. Have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, the CNE being canceled. Oh, that one hurts. 
But you knew it was going to happen. I know. You knew it was going to happen. It just, when it's made official and said by the people who make it official. I know. I'll tell even more. One of the reasons it is so... I don't know. I don't want to say shocking because, like you said, it wasn't a shock. We all sort of expected it. But the dates just keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah. And the thing with the CNE being canceled is this is the first major gathering to be canceled that dips into September. So we saw things being canceled in May. There's no new movies in June. Carabana, Pride, all that stuff for the summer. And then you get CNE, which is late summer, early September. So now we're into September with things being canceled. So it just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Tiff that's, is going to have to make that, an announcement soon. That's the first day of school. Yeah. Is when we start getting around to September 7th. Because the yeah. CNE was August oh. 21st to September 7th. So now we're, now we're getting into first day of school it. territory. I know. It actually makes me sad, bro. No, it's heartbreaking. This is the first time the CNE's been canceled in 142 years. Sorry, it's only the second time it's been canceled in 142 years. That's crazy. That's nuts, man. Anyway, that breaks my heart. I love the CNE. I love the CNE. I go multiple times. I know you do. Multiple times. Yeah, it's terrible. I wish we have to start the show like this. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I know the right? news is out there. I know. Yeah, I know. I just think about, I just think about everything, man. All the families, all the kids. Yeah. Does that mean uh, Labor Day's late this year? Is that what it is? Uh, Labor, when's, when's Labor Day. When's Labor Day weekend this year? No, Labor Day is. Yeah, September seventh. Yeah, it's late. And then the first day of school is. That's the 8th. late this year. That's late. Do you want some good weekend. news? Yes, please. The uh, baby giraffe at the zoo was born. No, was it really? Yeah. What? Baby how long legs? They, how do they not? Um, I just got the press release. That? I just got the press release. Did they give it a name? I'm going to forward it to you, but I had to run in and tell you. Oh, nice. See, there we go. Oh, okay. okay. Baby long legs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you know that there was going to be a new uh, Hunger Games book coming out? No. And it's a prequel novel. Oh. And they've released the first chapter in audio form. Uh, it drops on Tuesday, by the way. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Great name. Prequel novel focuses on President Snow and the events around the 10th annual Hunger Games, set 64 years prior to the original movie. Yeah, okay. Any people are into it? No. Nah. I thought in times like this, in order to drum up a little bit more publicity, they would have had some sort of a celebrity maybe read the uh, read the book or at least read the first chapter that they've released. Because mm-hmm. I have some of the first chapter here. I can play for you. Who read it? No the, idea. The just a right, or just, just a, a hired, a hired I, voice. Hired voice. Yeah. Doesn't sound like anybody famous. Chapter one. Coriolanus released the fistful of cabbage into the pot of boiling water and swore that one day it would never pass his lips again. But this was not that day. He needed to eat a large bowl of the anemic stuff and drink every drop of broth to prevent his stomach from growling during the reaping ceremony. It was one of a long list of precautions he took to mask the fact that his family despite residing in the penthouse of the capital's most opulent apartment building, 
was as poor as district scum. Ugh, boring. <laughs> this guy's got a real boring read. Yeah, like really boring. Yeah. Here's my other question is that I find that I find interesting is I would assume that the Hunger Games, just from everything we know about the Hunger Games uh-huh. already, that the audiobook would have been voiced by a woman. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because Katniss was the main character in all the other Hunger Games. Yeah. But to me, the, the narrative of the Hunger Games is always from a female point of view, from a from like a young woman. You ready, ready to be thrilled? Yeah. That at 18, the heir to the once great house of snow had nothing to live on but his wits. His shirt for the reaping was worrying him. Okay, great. Still boring. I thought it was going to pick up. Books, huh? Am I right? Uh, Boring. I have the script here if you want me to try. Oh. (laughs) Can you sound like a lady? No, I'm joking. (laughs) Can you sound better than this guy? Well, I mean, you know, I am a voice artist. True. And do like what you would actually do, like if you got hired to write a book. Or if you got hired to read a book, like somebody has a bestseller and they're like, hey, we want... Book on tape. Book on tape by uh, Damon Mori. I'll start with his shirt, okay? okay? Or do you want me to start from the beginning? What do you want? Uh, cool. I'll start from his shirt. Okay. Yeah. His shirt for the reaping was worrying him. He had an acceptable pair of dark dress pants bought on the black market last year. But the shirt was what people looked at. Fortunately, can I pause you for one second? Why do you end every word? And I'm just asking this if this is like a voice over technique that has got you work in the past. Yeah. But why do you enter? Why do you like finish every word with? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's that word again? <laughs> when do I do that? Everything. It's like a pair of pants he bought on the black market. <laughs> His shirt for yeah. the reaping was Listen. worrying him. Damn. Yeah, you get, you get very throaty. <sighs> He had an acceptable pair of dark pants. <sighs> bought on the black market last year. Now, now you're forcing it. That's no, just said. read normally. Normally like you would normally. Because I don't know. Because I don't think you can turn it off is what I'm getting at. But when I see words, this is what happens. Okay, go now. Okay. Read. All right. His shirt for the reaping was worrying him. <sighs> he had an acceptable <laughs> pair of dark dress pants he bought on the black market last year. But the shirt was what people looked at. Fortunately, the Academy provided the uniform it required for daily use. Yes. <laughs> what a boring ass book. No joke, guys. Keep going. This book sounds boring. Keep going. Okay, okay. Wow, you really don't like this, huh, Monka? For I today's ceremony, however, students were instructed to be dressed fashionably. <laughs> but the solemnary. Excuse me? Start again? Okay. Yeah, I'm already, if you are going to do a book on tape, you have to do the hard words too. <laughs> Hard word. <laughs> okay, replace it with something else. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. But the okay. But the dog for the occasion is dietary. <laughs> you know, I would if Maury read this and they just did it all in one take, I would so <laughs> listen to this. Tigris had said to trust her, and he did. Tigris. Tigris had said to trust her, and he did. This would get people through coronavirus. <laughs> it really would. No, it really would. If more, if you did the whole book in one take. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I'll start at the top. Chapter one. Colonel released the fistful of cabbage into the pot of boiling water and swore that one day. No, go back into go back into voiceover morning now. 
One day, it would never pass his lips again. But this was not that day. He needed to eat a large bowl of an eccentric stuff and drink every drop of broth to prevent... I don't think that was the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, he'll win the Hunger Games for sure. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Khadijah, what's up? Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you today? I'm doing great. All right, we're going to try our best to help you out, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. So you wrote, it says, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm currently a university student impacted by the COVID-19 situation like many. Because of the pandemic, I decided to go home and stay with my parents. I'm still paying rent on the house I live in for school. I am going back and forth, deciding on whether or not I should keep the place or give it up for the rest of the school year because no one knows if school will be on will be online or in person. The house is in a really great location and it's close to school, work, and major bus lines, plus hella cheap. Now, if I give up the place, I lose a good house. If I keep the place, I have a wonderful house, pay thousands of dollars, and risk losing money if school returns online in the fall. Please fix my life. Wow. So how long has it been that you've like been at home and not the home near school? I came home April 1st, but I started paying rent on May 1st. So just a month. Okay, so what's what's going on with the house right now? Is it just sitting empty? It's just sitting empty. And you're the only person in there? You don't have any roommates or anything like that? I do have roommates and they're all like staying there and paying rent. I'm the only one who just went home. Okay, oh, okay. So, so the house isn't empty, so people are still living in the house. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you're paying your share of the rent, right? Yeah. And how much is your share of the rent? And right now you're with your parents? Mm -hmm. Have you discussed this with them? Yes. What do they say? They're telling me to keep it, but I don't want to pay for the summer Mm -hmm. because, like, nobody's subletting my place. I want to pay for the summer and, like, waste thousands of dollars over the summer. And then they just tell me that school's online in the fall. Where is the 545 a month coming from? It's coming from the government checks. Okay, but where? what was your plan um, if the, if COVID didn't happen, where was the 545 going to come from? That was going to come from um, the subletter that I usually get every year. Okay. So who normally pays your rent? Me and myself. You and yourself. And you make that money yourself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're wondering if you, because you're not going to be able to sublet it over the summer, you're wondering mm-hmm. if you just let it go and lose that place potentially uh, for the new school year that may or may not happen in September, uh. or do you eat the $2,500 uh, mm-hmm. until school starts again to mm-hmm. keep that place just on the books so you have somewhere to go when all of this is over, Can you right? afford to do all this? I can, but like if I could save the money and like pay for school or like pay for my rent come like September yeah. with that money, I'd rather do that. Like I'd rather just use my money wisely. But like again, like nobody knows what's going to happen in the fall. No, nobody does. And so what are the chances that you let this place go and then school is a-okay? Everything's fine. In September, you're allowed to go back to school. What are the chances you're going to find a place for 545? Very, very slim in okay. Ottawa. So, what are what are other people paying right now that you know of? Like six hundred to eight hundred dollars. Okay, so let's say let's say eight hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go high end with that. You got to do the math. This is a math game right now. <laughs> And, and it's, it's sort of, it's sort of risk management and it's what you're comfortable, you know, losing and how great does your, how much better does this place make your life? Like you said, it's close to school. It's it's all like, yeah, 
I don't know. I say my opinion is that you give it up and you save that money. Okay. And put that money aside for the future because nobody knows what's going to happen over the summer, over the fall. Okay. And you may may need that money for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. And not to capitalize on anybody else's misfortune, but I don't think that the rental market in Ottawa is going to be crazy in September with the amount of people that are going to have to be either moving back home permanently or finding new places to live or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I not, think you'll it's be not able looking to find like a place, that now. Mm-hmm. But you need to be financially ready for whatever, however your life is going to be once we get to that point. Once we get to the mm-hmm. vault, how does this mm-hmm. how does this work? Whose name is on the lease? It's my name. It's your name. So what happens to oh. the two roommates? I just have to. So what I've been doing the last couple of weeks is I've been finding someone to take over the full lease. So so far, I found two girls who are very interested in the place and want the place. So if I want to give it up, I can give it up to them, and they just take it over. Okay. But, but, so, so you've had that conversation with them, though? Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. Is this the same two girls that are currently living there? No, no, no. I found like new girls, like like who just messaged me so, wanting to place. Okay. So, so, so what happens to the two girls who are living there right now? They still get. They still stay there, but they just got a new roommate. Okay, cool. And so are, just and are, swap. Yeah, and are they okay with that? Yes, they are. Okay, cool. But $2,500 is a lot of money when yeah. you're a student, and that money can go to better things. Mm-hmm. You just can't piss it away all summer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, don't be using it for, like, cans of White Claw and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right? We're talking saving that money. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah, uh-huh. but have you tried white clothes? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like if you wind up in September and you do not have all that money that you would have paid in rent as disposable cash that you can have access to right now, then your plan has failed. Mm-hmm. But then what happens if school returns and I don't have a place to live? But you'll have to figure that out at then, that point. You but at least you have out. the money. Even if you do end up finding a place that you may have to pay a little bit more for mm-hmm. temporarily, you have that money because you didn't spend it all summer on White Claw. That's true. Yeah, you'll, okay. you'll have first and last ready to go. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Khadija. Mm-hmm. Side note, what is your favorite flavor of White Claw? You know what? I don't know. Uh-huh. You're oh. right. I can have an answer for you. Uh-huh. Uh, mango is my go-to. Mango. Yeah, no, what is Maury saying? Lime? 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 You like yeah. the lime one? Lime. Yeah. All right. All right, yo. Okay, cool. Shout out White Claw. Hi, <laughs> 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 right, Khadija. Thank you so much. All Good right. luck, girl. Bye, love. Thank you. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. No frills. Getting into the music game. Like no frills is in no frills? No frills is in like black and yellow, no name brand, no frills. Okay. They released a song today and it's called A Cart Apart. It aims to help spread advice about good physical distancing practices for shoppers stocking up. Uh, Every single play of the song, $1 will be donated to the President's Choice Children's Charity. All right, let's give him a buck. Times like these, callers need to come together by staying apart. Time for all hollers to all spots. Make sure to wash your hands and hold. Keep safe six feet at least. Or a six feet. Let's keep physical distance. Hoarding, 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 hoarding. Product limits apply. 
us a friend. When I do, follow the rules, ain't no issues, keep coming, holler on. Try to leave the fam at home, just like the bags I own. Hashtag stay home, shop once a weekend, I take it home. Capacity stays low, we should stay in safe in the stove. No hating, we hollering, and we wash our heads with soap. That's their message, everybody. So stay no apart, right? Six feet. If you have a cart, hauling is important, by the way. If you have a cart in a grocery store, it's very difficult to not stay a cart apart. I guess. <laughs> I guess they're just like right? reinforcing I've always the fact. stayed a cart apart. You can only no stay choice. a cart apart. You can only stay a cart apart. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. I like it. No Frills has been doing a real great thing the last couple of years, man. Yeah. They really, they're, they're the really, campaigns have been amazing. Yeah, they, they, they sort of understood how people view them and... Where their so where their place is, and uh, they found a niche that no other grocery store has, and they're crushing it, man. So the important message within the song is: don't overhandle produce. Yeah. Haul only once per week. Be patient in line. Of course, wash your hands. Stay a cart apart. Yeah, a cart apart. A cart apart. A cart apart. Uh, a dollar will be donated <laughs> for every spin this gets. And when you watch it on YouTube or you watch it on any of the like no frills social media accounts, a dollar will be donated to uh, PC Children's Charity to a maximum of fifty thousand dollars. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Do you have a second to chat? Yeah, for sure. Okay. What's your name? Senchu. Oh, Senchu. We've talked to you before, right? Yeah, we have. Yeah. So Senchu sent a text this morning, Roz, at 925 Honestly, now more than ever, I really appreciate the time I have to listen to you on my way to work as I'm a nurse and the podcast for when I'm driving home. It's uh, It's been hard with the unknown and things changing on a daily basis, but you guys have never failed to make me laugh. Thank you. No. That's real nice, sent you. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's my day off, so. Oh, oh no. Sorry to bug you. Oh, I can't oh, talk no. to us. No, honestly, I... I love it when you guys call, so thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, what was your last shift like? Um, it was okay. I worked the weekend, so oh, okay. I, I'm not. I was, yeah, I'm not working on my home unit. I've been deployed to ICU, so it's a little bit scary. Um, but yeah, just taking it day by day. What is it like in in a hospital right now? Like, is it is it chaos or is it calm? Um, you know what it's. Right now, it's calm, which is great. And I think that we were expecting to get way more people, I guess, to be hit like Italy. But um, we're definitely working hard and trying to, you know, get these people um, better and get them home. Yeah. Some days are good. Some days are bad. Um, yeah. And how do you send you, how do you and your coworkers kind of not stay motivated, but keep your keep your spirits up during a time like this when you 
have to go in every few days and you have to work these long ass 12 hour shifts? Hmm, good question. Um, recently, there's a lot of people on my floor who love bubble tea. So we've been ordering bubble tea like while we're at work and just making sure we're all, you know, checking in on each other, making sure it's not too serious and mm-hmm. still making each other laugh. Sent you, uh, thank you very much. We won't take up much of your time because I know it's your day off, <laughs> but I thank you terrible. very much for the text. Uh, uh, thank you for uh, spending your days with us whenever you get a chance, yeah. to, whether it's the live show or the podcast. And more importantly, thank you for what you do every single day going in there as a nurse working at the hospital. Thank you, guys. And I think it's a coincidence because I think this time last year you called me too, and it's nursing week, and it's the same time you called me. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got a thing going on. Yeah. All right, talk yeah. to you next year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Senchu. I love you guys. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Margo, how are you? It's Razamoka. Hey, not bad. How are you? Doing good. Uh, so, Margo, you wrote us this. Razamoka fix my life. You both have kids that either were my kids' ages or are currently around my kids' ages. Uh, how have you been tackling the COVID conversation at home? My five-year-old blames herself for being the reason her grandmother doesn't want to see her anymore and I have no more answers to give her uh, that seem to be working. My two-year-old is obsessively washing her hands all the time and if we don't let her, she becomes unruly and scared. How do I tell my kids it's not their fault and how do you explain to them what is happening on a level that is not going to give them nightmares? Margo, what have you been telling your kids? So my my two-year-old doesn't quite understand because she's too. Um, really anything that's happening. And it's something like a lot of my friends are even having difficulties with. All we've been able to really tell them is there's a virus. It's not them. They're not sick. Other people might be sick. So we have to stay home. And it's like the, like when you get a cold or a flu. But she's like, I, I teach little kids. She's the center of her own little world. My other, They're both the center of their world. If you tell them there's there's something sick out there. They think they're the reason it's, they're sick. But why is your two-year-old obsessively washing her hands? And if I you don't let her... I think they did it at daycare. I suspect before daycare ended, they were washing their hands so often that it just became part of everything she was doing. Wait, is she washing her hands because she's just used to washing her hands so much at school? Or she's washing her hands because she's scared? I don't know. I know she gets scared if we don't let her do it. Um, so it might just be a thing where it became habit mm. at school and it has nothing to do with coronavirus, has nothing to do with what's happening in the outside world. It's just one of those things she picked up at school. She likes to do it and she wants to do it all the time. That could be true. Are you, right? um, are you single? Are you married? What's your deal? No, I'm married. Do you, how often do you and your husband sit around and even just sort of casually refer to things like coronavirus? Not very often. We did at the beginning because it was literally everywhere mm-hmm. and then we started noticing it, it had a an effect on our our five-year-old so we stopped completely but that doesn't mean the commercials aren't literally every single like every other commercial on television is about it and i'm pretty sure we've watched all of netflix yeah so we're running out of things to 
<laughs> what I will. I'll, I jeez, it's so it's so tough, and you can't go back in time. That's yeah. the that's the problem. Yeah. Is that you can't go back in time, and you had to involve kids in the beginning because they weren't going to be going to school and daycare anymore. So it's not like you could completely shelter kids from everything. And they disgusted at school. They they, they did. They came home thinking about virus busting. Yes, they they absolutely did. But I think that constant chatter, even casual chatter about things like procedure at the grocery store or oh my god I forgot my mask or the the parking lot is littered with gloves can you believe people are doing that hey I only had to wait in line for 15 minutes at the store or I had to wait in line for an hour all those sort of little casual things that you and your husband may talk about that you think is no big deal and isn't terrifying it actually is terrifying yeah, that makes sense. And you can't go back in time. That's the problem. Uh, I know in our house, there is zero conversation about COVID. I don't like even talking about it on the show, really. And when we do, we sort of have fun with it and we tell stories and we do everything else. But as far as the, the day-to-day daily, you know, updates on how many people have it and how many people have died and all that stuff, I don't talk about it. Uh, if I can make one suggestion... And we found this very helpful in our house because Cruz has been asking about his school and his friends and his teachers a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And again, at his age, how do you explain a global pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. There's a show on Treehouse uh, called Miss Persona. (laughs) And have you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, I think she I've is everything on Treehouse. It's so wonderful. And they did an amazing job. If you go on YouTube and just search uh, Miss Persona Treehouse COVID, they did probably the best I'd ever seen. I know Sesame Street did one on CNN recently, but with Miss Persona, they did probably the absolute best job with explaining what's Mm -hmm. happening in the world in a way that kids could understand. And the way she explained it on the show is that there are a lot of people who are sick outside uh, and, and you know, everyone has to stay home and we'll all be able to get together again or be able to go outside again when everybody gets better. That's kind of like the basic premise of everything. Mm-hmm. But they did such a good job. And I think if you turn that on and have that on at home every now and then uh, with your kids, that it'll be a little bit easier for them. Not a bad idea. Yeah, and you can't let your kids put the blame on themselves. Like, I, like where's that coming from? Well, that I I know some of that is just child development because they she like the five year old. It's like Disney, right? Everything revolves around the main character. Her world is she is the center of it, and rightly so. She's five. Um, and to even watch like I know businesses are opening. She knows that sports is reopening because she likes watching sports with her dad. And then to know that. All of that is reopening, but she can't go see her friends and her close family. Stop having the conversations with her. You're talking too much about all this stuff with her. Why does she know that sports is opening? She knows that sports is opening. I know. Stop. Just just stop, stop with the updates. Give them the absolute information that they need because what winds up happening, and I'll tell you where they screwed up a lot too, okay, is that before schools were closed to where they were, right? They said, Mm -hmm. hey, there's a possibility schools could be back on May or whatever it was, May 6th. Everybody knew that, right? And then they were like, no, it's not going to be May 6th. It's going to be whatever. And they really screwed with kids' heads. Yeah, Yeah. giving them false hope. They really did. Sports are not back. Your your five-year-old should not have it in her head that things like sports are are, are back because it's not the case. Go watch that Miss Persona video. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at it. Does that help, Margo? 
It does. It helps to to at least hear it from other parents. And, well. you're, and I'll Thank tell you, you this: you are not alone. There's a lot of parents going through this. Yeah. But uh, but your kid should not feel like any of this is their fault. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. we're really working on her yeah. to um to help turn that right. around. But go watch Thank the Miss Persona thing. Mocha is absolutely correct. It, they did the best job trying to explain this to kids. The absolute yeah, I'm best job. Look it up. Thank you guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All righty then. <laughs> what was that from? Is that... Uh, Not, nobody say anything. Nobody say anything. Hold on. Nobody say hold anything. On. Okay. Nobody say anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shem and Maury were okay. just about to Maury, Maury, don't, don't say anything. anything. Don't, don't say anything. anything. Oh, okay. righty so, then. Okay, so I know it's Jim Carrey, right? So, but what is it from? Is it... See, it's either, is it Dumb and Dumber or Ace Ventura? Or, or, or Cable Guy. No, Cable Guy. No, that was Cable Guy. Um, okay, so is it all righty then? All righty then. Is it Ace Ventura? Is it Ace Ventura? It's Ace Ventura, right? Is it Ace Ventura? Yeah, it is. It is oh, Ace Ventura. Okay. Slow clap. Oh, Slow oh, clap. wow. Okay, you know what's so funny? The ridiculous things that Maury knows, know. right? Look at how he reacts. Like, look at how he reacts. Laces out, Ray Finkel. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, I, I horn his Finkel. Spoiler uh, alert. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Mocha, you ready? All righty then. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. So apparently over Easter, after Doug Ford had told everybody not to go to their cottages, Doug Ford went to his cottage. <gasps> no. Yes. Government sources confirmed that. Uh, Ford did go to his Muskoka cottage over the Easter long weekend. This is after he said, please, this long weekend, do not go to your cottage. We can't Doug stress Ford, this enough. My friends. <laughs> said that there's no one that loves the cottage more than I do, but I'm not going to my cottage, he said. Uh, sources with knowledge of the trip said that uh, Ford had to go and, quote, check on the plumbing at his uh, cottage that is currently under renovation, which I do get. That I understand. I get that. If it was like he went up to like party it up. Yeah. Or like kick it with his fam. Yeah. yeah you got to check on your property. Yeah. I'm okay with that, Mr. Uh, Ford. So am I. I'm fine with that. I think my you, friends. You, you, my friends. I had to check on the plumbing, my friends. <laughs> uh, the father and son have uh, finally been charged with uh, killing Ahmed Arbery. George authorities arrested Good. the two jabronis yesterday. Uh, and it, it had been taken so long. Like that's the this this the whole twisted part about all this is that it happened in February, and it wasn't until the outrage started because of the video that was released mm -hmm. that these two have been just like chilling since February, which is wild. Uh, the charges come more than two months after uh, Ahmed Arbery, who was 25 years old, was killed on a residential street um, just outside of Brunswick, Georgia. Um, because he was jogging, and they, I guess, thought that he looked like a burglar in the middle of the day. I have no idea, but it's this is one of the most upsetting things that I've it's, seen uh, in a I, very long time. Two times yesterday, because I saw the story, I learned about the story two or three days ago. Yeah. I think it was two days ago when things started going nuts on Twitter. And then I saw the story, and I was like, just going through the comments... I was already getting upset. Yeah. And then yesterday I said, okay, let me sit down and I'm going to try to read this article to see exactly what transpired. Because yeah. I know I have the general idea. And the first time I started reading it, I was getting really, really upset. Yeah. And I had to stop. And then the second time, I didn't even finish reading the article. Yeah. Because I was getting, I was like 
angry and I was like heartbroken at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like just, the, I, I still can't believe that things like this are still happening. Uh, Elon Musk was talking to Joe Rogan and the headline is Elon Musk explains how to pronounce his son's name. If you remember, the name is XAEA-12, right? Yeah. So we're all like, how do you pronounce this? Like, is it an actual name? So when you read this headline, I'm like, oh, finally, Elon Musk explains how to pronounce the name. How do you say the name? Is it a placeholder? Yeah, first of all, my partner is the one that uh, actually mostly came up with the name. Congratulations to her. Yeah, yeah, she's great. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's just X, the letter X, and then the A-E is, like, pronounced Ash. Um, <laughs> and then A-12 is my contribution. Why A-12? Archangel 12, the precursor to the SR-71. Coolest plane ever. <laughs> well, as a person who's uh, very much into... Uh, Aerial travel, as you are. That's uh, perfect. It's pretty great. So the exact same explanation that was given on Twitter by everybody else? Yeah, yeah. So there is no way to pronounce the name. Like, there's no pronouncer attached to this. So what are they going to call the kid? X? So the name is (laughs) X-Ash-A-12. Yeah, that kid is going to grow up hating them. Like, guys, Uh, why couldn't you just name me Bill? uh, Andy Serkis, right now, uh, he started, I don't even know, like... Maybe an hour and a half ago. Is that the deal? Yeah. Yeah. At 5 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Started reading The Hobbit. It's a Hobbitathon where he's reading The Hobbit in its entirety from his house for charity. And is he doing like voices and stuff too? Yeah. He said is that he? when he yeah. gets to certain characters, he's going to try to do all the voices the best that he can. But how do we know that it is secret any longer? Old Smaug has lived there long enough now to find out anything there is to know about these caves. So his fundraising may, goal. But you can't have used it. What did he want to raise? He wanted to raise like a hundred grand, right? Uh, Two hundred fifty thousand pounds. Yeah. Which in Canadian dollars is four hundred thirty-one thousand five hundred fifty-three. And he's got just over half already. But Smaug wow, that's great. could not creep into the hole that size. Not even when he was a young dragon. Certainly not after devouring so many of the dwarves and the men. Of sounds so good, huh? Really well, good. It seems like a great big hole to me, sweet. Apparently. Who had no experience of dragons and only of hobbit holes. He was getting excited. <laughs> I know, you're getting winded. It's like, oh my God, this book is so there. big. Hey, I don't know, man. He's got like one cup of tea next to him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to need more to last. <laughs> this marathon, right? Jake Gyllenhaal. You ever heard him sing before? No. No? I bet he's bad. No, he's actually not. Is he really? Yeah. So he didn't write this. A couple of musical theater writers wrote it for him. But this is Jake Gyllenhaal in a video that he posted uh, singing a song called Across the Way, which he called a love song in the age of quarantine. Day 21, I noticed you, you played the clarinet. Day 24, you sort of waved and that was how we met. Day 29 at 2 a.m., we both were up too late. I poured some wine, you raised a glass like we were on a date. A really nice first day. Yeah. 
got people trying all new stuff. Do you think Jake Gyllenhaal ever would have sang something like this had he not been isolated? No. You know what, though? It sounds like him, too. It does. That's Yeah, yeah, you're right. It really sounds like him. Ex-presidents don't normally comment negatively on their predecessors. I don't know if it's ever happened, to be honest with you. And Obama, there was leaked audio from a conversation that Obama had with former White House staffers from his administration. Uh, And he is heard talking about Donald Trump and how Trump is handling the COVID-19 crisis. It has been an absolute chaotic disaster. Oh, no. Uh, When that uh, mindset of what's in it for me, uh, and to heck with everybody else, when that mindset is operationalized uh, in our government. Obama, again, with the whistle talk. I know you hate when I point this out. I know you hate it that I point out when people whistle, when they talk, like Matthew McConaughey. And uh, who, who, last week who's, who mentioned. had the whistle talk last week that we mentioned? There was somebody that we mentioned last week had a real, like a real distinctive whistle uh, talk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk with the whistle talk. Oh, let me hear this again. It has been an absolute chaotic disaster Uh, when that uh, mindset of what's in it for me uh, and to heck with everybody else, when that mindset. Wow, strong is operationalized uh, in our government. Right? Strong. Strong whistle talk. I don't know how that happens with people. I don't know. Is that something you develop over time? Or, also, I don't who's know. the snitch that, like, yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. You got a mole. Yeah, I know. You got I a know. Mole. Uh, question. According to a new poll, what is the hardest, quote, the one to find? When mm. I say this, what I mean is, like, you have your person that does these specific things to you or for you as a service that are very difficult to find somebody you click with that are good, that you can get in for an appointment when you need one. Like, like I will say to find the one on this list is like to find that one great babysitter is on that list. Sure. Okay. So what would you would say would be the hardest thing to find of the sort of the one? Okay. Nail technician is on the list to find that one who like just gets it. Price is right. They're always available. They do a killer job. So along the same lines. Yes. I would say I've been to a handful of of barbershops where they do, um, uh, what do you call it? A shave. Yes. Right? Okay. Out of all of the ones that I've been to, I've yet to find one that shaves the way I like it. Like really, I yeah. always left like, man, it was all right. Interestingly enough, hairdressers and barbershops are number one on the list. Wow. Yeah, number one wow, on my the number list. Number two I was going to say is, uh, is finding a good barber. Maury. I was going to say butcher. Um, no. Butcher not on the list. Uh, nail technician number eight, babysitter nanny number seven, a pet kennel or pet daycare is very difficult oh, yeah. to find. Yeah. At number six, a tattoo artist. Oh, at very number, much. At oh, number five. Masseuse. Pet groomer at number four. Number three is a good dentist. Yeah. Number two is a doctor. And uh, number one, barber or hairdresser. Masseuse, not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Trudeau's offering help to, I think Shem sent it to you. Uh, Trudeau's offering help to kids who may have questions with their homework because Trudeau falling back on the I used to be a teacher thing. And uh, right now, a lot of parents are realizing that 
they can't do their kids' work. Like, it's real difficult. Like, Roxy's math, I, I have trouble with Roxy's math. And really? It's, and it's not that I can't, it's not that I, like, I don't have the skills. I just don't remember the rules. It's just different For, now? You no, know, I just don't remember the rules. Like, we talked about this. It's like, I used to be pretty decent at long division, but yeah. I don't know how to do long division anymore. Because what do you need it for? Right. No offense, kids. Do your homework. Yes. Hey, kids. I know we're all going through a difficult time right now, and it's not made any easier by the fact that you have to do your homework around the kitchen table. I think parents across the country are discovering a new appreciation for the incredible work that teachers do. Well, as a teacher, I want to help. If you've encountered uh, challenges or problems that uh, are really tough and you need a little extra help with, why don't you reach out by responding to this message or using the hashtag? My friends and I will be happy to try and help you out because, after all, the way we're going to get through this is by pulling together. So it's hashtag Canada Homework Help. So I guess if you have a question, a homework question, you yeah. put it out on Twitter and then you do hashtag. And then the Prime Minister is going to spend his, <laughs> or his evenings. I don't want the Prime Minister helping no, kids with their homework. I want you I to really fix don't. the goddamn country. Yeah. Help us get back to... Yeah. Whatever the new normal is going to be, all yeah, right? Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so that's that's what it is. If you're having trouble with your homework, I may throw one out there today anyway, just to see what comes back at me. Long it's, division. It's uh, yeah. Oh my god, long division. <laughs> Please, Please. <laughs> it's so tough. <laughs> it's so tough. There's too many rules. So Major League Baseball, the owners have approved a plan and given the go-ahead to present it to the players uh, to have baseball start on the 4th of July weekend. Oh, USA, USA! Spring training would start early to mid-June. Each team would play about an 82-game regular season, most against opponents in its own division. Postseason play would expand from 10 clubs to 14 and uh, by doubling the wild card in each league to four. Wow. Uh, teams would prefer to play in their regular season ballparks but could switch to their training stadiums or neutral sites if medical and government approvals can't be obtained uh, for games in their home cities. Toronto may have to play everything down in Dunedin. Yeah. Uh, teams will propose um, that players receive a percentage of the tw- of their 2020 salaries based on revenues Major League Baseball receives during the regular season and postseason, which likely will be among the most contentious aspects when it's now given to the players to decide whether they want to do this or not. So it's not going to be about a designated hitter or how many inner league games you have. It's all money. It's all just going to come down to money and how hard these guys are going to have to be quarantined during all of this. Um, have they, I wonder, and maybe they just said no to it, but if they talked about, for the Toronto Blue Jays at least, starting their season on Canada today, on July 1st. no. No. Why would they do that? Because Canada Day? No, they don't care. Why say it like that? Like, that's a stupid idea. It is a stupid idea. No, it's not. That's a stupid idea to think that they would consider it. You think, major, you think major league baseball is going? God, we got to think about Canada I know Day. All, I know all sports leagues don't care Please. anything about Canada. So you, hold on a second. You think that major league baseball? Yes. Okay, major league baseball has two choices. One to start baseball back up, America's pastime. Yes, on Fourth of July weekend. Yes, or screw all of that and let's do Canada Day. At least let the plays, uh, let the Jays play. Yeah, <laughs> but of who are they going to play? Pick some jabroni team. They got how many of them? Out I know, there? but then what? That other jabroni team doesn't get to play a Fourth of July weekend. Then they can also play again on Fourth of July. Make it even, <laughs> ah, even come Steven. On. I think you think too much. I think you think that uh, they wow. were they were. 
If that discussion did not happen, how Major many, League Baseball can kiss my ass. How many people are involved in Major League Baseball do you think would actually know when Canada Day is? Like three. Three. Maybe three. I think you're being generous. I, with think, three. I think those three should send an email, but I. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Drake's baby mama released a video of their kid Adonis on uh, Mother's Day, and uh, he's not saying mama, he's saying dada. <laughs> Super cute, right? Little kids, it's so cute, man. Drake's gonna put that in the song. You know what? You think so? Yeah, I think it's cute. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not song cute, but I just don't know if Drake's that kind of guy that puts the sample of the kids saying "dada." I think he a, will at song. some point. Yeah, you think so? I wouldn't mind that. That'd be kind of cool. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Yo, Azim, what's up? Not much, man. What's going on? Not much. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Appreciate it. Thank All you. right. Uh, you now have the chance to ask your question live. All right. So my question to you is, what's something quirky that you do that when you do that thing, you think that you're the only person in the world that does it that way? Ooh. Before we answer, what's your answer? So my answer is a little bit weird. Um, you know when you come out of the shower and like you're still like dripping with water? So basically, I take my hands, kind of like a squeegee, and like wipe my whole body down so that all the excess water comes off. Like you and make, I do the same thing with my hand. You make like a karate yeah. hand, like a straight hand, like a squeegee, and just squeegee all the water off you? Exactly. So you, you have to use both hands. You start with at your chest, and you go all the way down. <laughs> and then you do the same thing with your hair, and you do the same thing with your beard, so that when you dry yourself with the towel, the towel doesn't get as wet, and it dries fast. Who taught you that? <laughs> That, like that's uh, like did you like did your dad teach you that or something? Who taught you how to do that? Not really. So you know what? It's funny. Is I started doing that when I was uh, listening to your guys' show, and then you guys had that segment on like how many towel uses can you get before you got to throw your towel in the wash? Right. So it was like you know the less wet your towel gets, then the le- you know maybe you get a couple uses out of it, and then you do less laundry and you save the world, man. A little bit of water. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Did yeah, you a little do this bit in random, gym but... class in front of everyone? No, not really. I don't think so. More recently, so, yeah. Did, did you? Who showers in gym class? Everybody <laughs> showers in that big room with all the nozzles. You never showered in high school gym class. Oh. You never did. Yeah, I did. No. It's a liar. It's a lie. Nobody showered and, and in gym class. An overnight class. Cl- camp. No, an overnight camp, I understand, but not high school gym class. Nobody showered in high school gym class. We did have to shower, though. We had to. We had to shower um, after swimming because my school had a pool in it. Yeah. And so part of your gym year was you would do three weeks swimming in the in the pool and you had to take a shower and everybody would just leave their bathing suits on and shower like that. <laughs> but the teachers never did. So your teacher would be standing beside you at a shower with like full on everything. And there's some like, there's some kids in junior high that are still real short. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why were the teachers doing that? In, like, shouldn't they go later? No, they didn't care. It was the 80s. The teachers yeah. just walked right in there with you. Just dropped it, and they like they they took their trunks off, rent, like wrung them out, and hung them over the shower thing. Hit the button, water starts coming. Shower lather up everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, right. Gotta and get you, clean. You gotta get, wow. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's other kids in there that are like trying their best to just get undressed with a towel wrapped around yourself. Right. <laughs> so Azim, 
So this is only yeah. like a, a recent thing for you. Exactly. And it's been working. So I've been, you know, oh. continuing to do it. So I was curious for you guys. Okay. Do you, are you in a relationship? Are you married or? Yeah. Married with one baby. She's uh, 17 months. Oh, okay. Congratulations. So. What does your wife think of you squeegeeing yourself before using a towel? Or does she even know? Yeah. You know, what's funny is I kind of like ran it by her yesterday. Cause like I asked her the same question that I asked you guys. And so I told her, and then she's like, yeah, I think you're probably the only one in the world that does that that way. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of anyone doing this. What, squeegeeing themselves? <laughs> no. No, really, huh? huh. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm wondering if, I'm trying to think if there's, because uh, I'm sure that there is. more. you have something that you have ready to go. Go ahead. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I often do sound effects of things that I'm doing. Like if I'm driving and I catch myself doing it mid-doing it, yeah. like if I'm driving, I'll be like, mm. or if I send an email and when I hit send, I go, Whoosh. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? I I could tell you something that I do right now that I've been doing my whole life, uh-huh. and I ne- it's never even a thi- like I've never thought about it up until a couple of years ago. Catherine asked me what I was doing, and then it all just came back, and I had to explain to her not only what I was doing in that moment, but what I've been doing my entire life. Okay, so if in my vision right now, okay. I have the edge of the camera, the edge of my computer monitor, the door frame, the pipes that are running along the ceiling to hang all the lights, the door frame over there. What I do is if there's something in my near vision, right, in in like my sort of like that's close to me and then something that's far away that is a vertical angle, like a vertical line, what I do is I will like look over there at the door frame and the side of this computer monitor and I close one eye to see if they are perfectly lined up with each other. Really? Yeah, and I do that with everything. Like, I'll take my microphone stand like this and I'll move it and I'll just look like this until it's perfectly lined up with the door frame that sits behind you. Wow. And I do that with everything. I do it with I do it with every single thing. I'm always lining up angles with something that is in the foreground to something that is in the background to see if they line up perfectly as an angle. And if not, I'll just like sort of adjust it a do little. Do you do that with anything else? Like, let's say if you have a plate of food on a table Mm -hmm. and you have a knife and fork will you symmetrically align everything so it looks a certain way no but like what i will like what i will do is normally what winds up happening no i do i do it with just to make like with leveling right like if Mm. everything has to be sort of like it doesn't have to be i just enjoy doing it right like the side of this these cameras bother me because they're they're slightly on an angle so i can't line them up with the monitor that sits behind you right and i just do it and i just close one eye and i just like go like this and i just see if something so, lines up right i'm just eyeballing things to make sure that things line up perfectly like if like you're if, lying in bed do you um position your toe no, because to I know, the tv no because i know my room right i know everything i know all the angles in my room and i know everywhere that i can be in the house to line something up so it's normally when I'm in the world. Like if I'm on the, like if I'm sitting outside on a patio in the summer and there's a fence around the patio, I will sit there and if the fence has like slats in it, I will line up the slats with the, in front of it, with the grooves in the sidewalk. Oh, wow. That's very particular. Right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Or the top of it, I'll line up the top of the fence on the patio. I'll sit up a little bit until it just reaches the top of the curb on the road. And then I'll close wow. one eye and just make sure that that angle works to see if something's a little off. Now that you're mentioning that, all of it, and I do it constantly, like my whole life, like I'm hundreds of times a day. Similar, where I like symmetry. 
Yeah. So if I put my phone on the table, I don't know why, but um, symmetry and edges, yeah. right? So if I put my phone on uh, the table at home, yeah. I will put it face down and I will make sure it is straight with the edge of the table. Right. And sometimes I'll even push my phone right to the very edge. Yeah. So it's there. And my wife always comes by and she's like, why is your phone on the, like your phone's going to fall off yeah. the table, yeah. right? I will do <laughs> things like that. Um, I'll never finish the coffee pot. So if I make, oh, really? yeah, if I make a, if I make like, we have like a four setting cup on the coffee uh-huh. maker and I have a, I have a mug that fits perfectly the amount of coffee that it makes in the four cup setting on the thing. Wow. I will always leave some left in the thing. I never empty it out. And then Catherine's always like, why are you wasting coffee? And I'm like, I'm not wasting coffee. I just didn't want that. So I'll never pour, I'll never empty out the coffee pot into a cup. I always leave a little bit in the bottom. The other thing that I do um, that I don't think anybody else does ever since you guys pointed it out is the fact that I write in all caps. Right. Yes. Always. And you print in all caps. Yeah. Everything that I write for, I don't even know how long in my life now. I've only ever written anything down in all caps. But to me, that's learned behavior. So I'm like, where did you start with writing in all caps that nobody, that nobody then said, Hey, why are you writing it all? Yeah, that? I don't know. Yeah, like it's got, no got like sometimes things just go too far, and then all of a sudden you're an adult writing in all caps. Okay, what about this? What about this? It's wild to me that you write in all caps. So Azim's question again is something quirky that you do uh, when you do it. You wonder if you're the only person in the world who does it. Yeah. What about like lotioning my body head to toe, like everywhere? I, I don't think you're alone in doing that. No, no, okay. no, no. I think there's lots of people that I, do that. Um, when I just I'm lying in bed at night. Falling asleep, I have my right arm down the side of my pajama pants, straight down, because I'm worried it's going to fall off the bed. Your pajama pants? No, my arm. Oh, your arm. <laughs> <laughs> you have to holster your arm while you sleep? I holster my arm. That's super <laughs> weird. No, it's quirky. Must get hot. <laughs> hey, Azim, thanks very hot. much, brother. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. All take right, care, man. Guys. You take care, That's too. an interesting question, though, all those little things, because you never, you don't know them, right? Do you think like, that I'm the only don't. person that makes the email sound when they send an email? No, no. I think that there's a lot of old ladies that do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's, uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of other weird stuff, but you just don't know. Like, you you don't know that you, it's, you're the only person, like, that you're doing something in a way that maybe other people don't. Like, it's a really hard thing to be that self-aware because it's just something you do. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. It's it's different. Like, I know there's probably people that wash their hands in like a super weird way, but they wouldn't know it's a weird way because it's just the way they do it. Adil and Artie asks, would you rather <laughs> yeah. pronounce every single name wrong forever oh. or have a peanut crumb stuck in the back of your teeth forever? Would I rather pronounce everybody's name wrong? <laughs> like just slightly wrong or like really wrong? Let's go with really wrong. Okay. Even if it's slightly wrong, I'm going to tell you, I would have to 100% go with having a tiny little piece of <gasps> peanut. Really? Stuck in, my, in, in the back of my teeth forever because you know what? I would, it would drive me crazy saying somebody's name and then just constantly being corrected like you're an idiot. I wouldn't be able to deal with that. But it would be so uncomfortable to have that peanut stuck in the back of your teeth. It would be more uncomfortable 
um, for people to go, it's BTS, you idiot. <laughs> I couldn't live like that. I couldn't live like, I couldn't sure live like that. I, yeah, I couldn't live like that, right? Uh, How do you not know John Stamos? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to live like that, I don't think. Maury? Um, I'm fine with pronouncing the name thing wrong, right? Like, because you do anyway, sort of. Like, right? like yeah, who cares? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> you mean all the time? Yeah, yeah. I was like, gonna say, like, who cares the name? Yeah, I'd pronounce the name wrong all the time. Yeah, I can't deal with having a little bit of food, or let alone a, a friggin' piece of peanut yeah. stuck in my teeth. It's true. Forever. That, that would, that would and can't be you just explain to everybody, like, hey, I have this condition? No, but that's the thing. I, I think you that, wouldn't. You yeah. wouldn't know that you have it. Like, you just. Yeah. Automatically, just pronounce names wrong. Yeah, you wouldn't say yeah. I had a choice to, yeah. to pronounce everybody's <laughs> name wrong. Yeah. No, you're just moving forward your entire yeah. life. You're just saying names wrong. Well, and plus, everybody that you meet eventually will start realizing, you know what? Forget it. He's just going to say my name wrong anyway. I know, but then you also look like you're deliberately insulting people too. Like I'm sure that there would be, you know what I mean? Like I'm. Sure, oh well. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you could never meet the queen. That's for sure. More. <laughs> they'd, they'd never. They'd never allow that. <laughs> Uh, Justin wants to know how many slices of pizza do you eat in one sitting? Depends on the size of the pie. Like how? Like are we talking like a full, large, extra large? Let's go because I was thinking about this too, right? If you get like one of those wood oven pizzas, you can eat the the entire thing yourself. Yeah, right. Obviously, but if you are doing something like a pizza pizza or pizza nova so or like, something like so a going delivery, to a, like going to a slice shop. Kind yeah. of thing where, you, where you're not talking about slices of pizza from a well, specific. Because like there's frozen pizzas that you can cut into fours. So right? th those are what twelve inch or thirteen, like thirteen. No, those like the big ones. Yeah, like twelve. Like a frozen, like or a, fro 10. a frozen. Ten. It's four slices. So four I eat two slices. slices. Matthew eats two. But when you right. order from Pizza Pizza, sometimes that's in I guess six slices, right? So I mean, it's all it's all different. It's math. I would say if you're going with a large pizza, let's say delivery, right from yeah. anywhere. Not the 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 wood oven ones. Mm -hmm. I would say in one sitting, I could probably do five or six, depending on how big they cut the slices. Yes, and, and I, what's on it? Just let's just say pepperoni. Let's just you're not yeah, five, over, yeah. you're not overloading it. Uh, I could just eat a whole pizza, like regardless of the size. I could just eat a really? whole pizza. Like a large? Yeah, I could eat a large. large. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could eat a whole pizza. I, I, I don't. I don't. I think that for me, what I'm comfortable with, if we're talking just regular pizza slices, for me, four slices is enough, mm -hmm. right? I'm always good after four slices of pizza. Yeah. I mean, it pisses me off when you run out of the garlic dipping sauce and then you have to just stop. Oh, see, I don't use any of that stuff. I don't even order it. And they get mad at me on the phone. Oh, really? When you, yeah. When oh. I say I don't, they're like, what sauces do you want? And I'm like, I don't want any sauces. They're like, but it's free. I'm like, I don't want the sauces. Then I have to throw them away. They're going to go to waste. Don't do it. Give it to somebody else. Yeah. I'm just it's like, a garlic yeah. dipping sauce. Honestly, it's a game changer. Really? You like that? Huh? I love that. See, to me, that's not pizza. I don't know where that came from. The idea that that's a relatively new thing. That's not a, that's not an old school thing. That's a relatively new... I'd say in the past, what, 10 years maybe? Maybe. It's been well, that 15, longer than that? Well, 15. people, they will sprinkle sriracha on it. It's the same kind of, instead of dipping it, you're sprinkling it. So, but I, mean, I don't put sriracha on it. People do. I know. So they're just giving you what you would normally sprinkle on it anyway into, in a cup. But I, I just don't think that that's... I think that if you want to dip your... Go to your own fridge and get the Thousand Island dressing and stick it in a bowl and create it yourself, I don't think it should be offered. Sriracha. Real quick. Mm -hmm. I think people have a fake love for sriracha. I, think, I thought you were going to ask me to spell oh. it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sriracha. Yeah. Maury, spell it. S-E-R-A-C-H-A. -A. Yep. Yeah. 
Bingo. Um, you think that it's a fake love for Sriracha. I think I it think became so. very T-shirt worthy and very meme worthy. And people started having little bottles of Sriracha on their keychains and stuff like that. But it's not a, I, I think it's a decent. Because it's been around for forever. forever. Oh my God. I used to call it, I used to call it chicken sauce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't even know the name of it. My brother would be like, we're out of chicken sauce. Go to go get more. And I'd be like, okay, cool. It was like 25 years ago, right? Or 20 years ago. But I never knew what it was called. Nobody ever referred to it as sriracha. No. Right? It was, give me the one with the with the rooster on it with the green top. Right? Yeah. That, that's, all, that's all it was. But I think that for me, sriracha is, I enjoy sriracha if I have something that is like, like I like it with dumplings. Mm. I enjoy sriracha with dumplings. It's really the only time I break sriracha out. But sriracha is not good with wings. People have it on eggs. Did you know that? Yeah, it's not That's good. Why it's I not think good people on have eggs. like a fake love for yeah. sriracha. They're like, oh my god, I love this. I've loved this with with everything, and I've loved this for so long. No. I think when it became popular a few years ago that's when everyone was all about sriracha yeah yeah and it's okay it's fine it's a it's a very it's a very specific hot sauce flavor yeah like it's not in the other world of all the other hot sauces but you're putting something on something that takes away the taste of what you're eating no, I think it'll it'll add to it. Like I, for me, if I eat a chicken wing, I want all the flavors. I want the fried flavor. I want the salt. I want the pepper. Mm. I want the chicken. And I also want heat. So yeah. when I dip uh, like a chicken wing into a hot sauce, I want all those flavors. I just don't cook them in a hot sauce. Whereas for Swiss Chalet, I much prefer only the, so- the taste of the dipping sauce. Like I, I don't care if I taste nothing else. I just dip it in the... Well, that's Swiss Chalet sauce. It's the same thing with KFC oh, gravy. Now, I'll tell you the one thing I never put in KFC gravy was the actual chicken. No, it's for fries. You never use the KFC gravy for your chicken? No, never. Really? Why? Never. Oh, never. It's so good. It's only for fries. Man, it's, for the it's fries. not for the chicken. That chicken needs to be pure and just crisp oh, and crunch. I like, it's the only way it goes. love love KFC gravy. Okay. Yeah. So KFC much. gravy or Swiss Chalet sauce, which if you had to only have one. KFC gravy. Really? really? Yeah. Over oh. the Swishelli sauce. Oh, wow. Oh, Look wait. Are you. you sauce or gravy? The KFC gravy versus the Swishelli sauce. sauce. Oh, okay. Hold on. Well, now those are two different things. Yeah, yeah but no, you but have... you're still dipping chicken in it, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not that different. Swishelli. Is that your answer? Okay, I'll go different. with chalet sauce yeah. over KFC gravy. Right. I will take KFC gravy over the Swishelli gravy. If you had to live the rest of your life mm-hmm. with one condiment and one condiment only that would have to sort of get you through everything you needed to get you through, what would that condiment be? Gravy. Is Gra- gravy no, 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 no. Gravy's not a condiment. condiment. Gravy's not a condiment. Condiments are oh. ketchup, yes. relish, mustard, yeah. sauerkraut? No. I wouldn't put sauerkraut Mayonnaise? as a condiment. Mayonnaise. Um, Sriracha. HHP sauce is a uh, condiment. A1 is a condiment. Uh, Dijon is a condiment. You know what? You brought up A1 and, and HP. Those are good. HP is delicious. Barbecue I, sauce? Barbecue sauce is a condiment. Okay, I'm going to go with barbecue sauce then. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you, barbecue sauce would be like last on my list right down there by relish. What's your number one? My number one, if I had to have like one condiment, are we saying hot sauce or no? Yeah. That's because that's a whole different conversation, I think. It's still I would condiment. say, oh. Uh, it's on the table with then, all the then, other Okay, well, then I'm going 
something with hot sauce. But yeah. if, if we're taking, if hot sauce Take is off the table. Okay, if hot sauce is off the table, my number one condiment to get me through the absolute rest of my life, hands down, pants down, no questions asked is mayo. Really? Yeah. I, I, I don't use mayo enough in my life. You can do more with barbecue sauce than you can with mayonnaise. I disagree. Like you can dip things in in barbecue sauce. You can as well with mayonnaise, but you can dip more in barbecue sauce. No, see, I, for me, barbecue sauce is specific to maybe one or two things. French fries, chicken. No, 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 no. Not for me. What else do you use mayo for? I Okay, so first, first of all, I need mayo in order to um, make tuna, mm-hmm. right? Agreed. I need mayo on Hot a, dogs. no, um, on a burger, lettuce, tomato, mayo. That's my burger. Okay, yeah. Agreed. Right. Um, I need mayo for French fries. Yeah, it's not bad. That's a very European right? thing. Okay, yeah, Ma- agreed. Mayo and French fries. Mm-hmm. Um, in a pinch, I you can rub mayo on the outside of like a skin on chicken breast and all that oil will just crisp it right up super nice. Um, I need mayo for... Um, God, what else do I put mayo on? All my sandwiches, I put mayo on. Everything yeah. Everything I put mayo on. Hmm. Yeah. Mayo's also really good down the slit of a, of a uh, what do you call it, celery. Sure. I don't need celery though. Yeah. Oh, you would now. Yeah. I don't need celery. I don't I like to taste celery. celery. But yeah, I'm going with mayo as my number one condiment. Wow. If I had to take I'm one still condiment with sauce. me. Barbecue, I agree, sauce. barbecue sauce. What's your favorite barbecue sauce? Um, oh God, there are a few. Is it a sweet name? sauce? Diana's yeah. has a couple that I like. Yeah. There's one that is like a smoky, savory, made by, it's so stupid. I think it's called Stubbs. Oh, this is great. Stubbs makes yeah, great right? product, bro. Yeah. yeah. I love, that's probably like my favorite barbecue Stubbs sauce. Stubbs has a hot sauce. Like not yeah. a hot sauce, but it's a hot barbecue sauce. Uh-huh. It's delicious. Is it really? Yeah, it's really good. Because I like that smoky flavor. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, okay, next question. All right. Uh, Jer wants to know, what beard products do you guys use? Lubes, washes, trimmers, whatever. Um, I The only thing that I use is I just use the 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 wall, ionic, whatever trimmer. The precision. The precision trimmer. That's the one yeah. I use, yeah. That's the only one that I use. I don't use any lubes. I, I got into that for a little while. People started sending you beard stuff, beard oils, and all this crazy stuff. It's Who has that kind of time? Nobody. Oh, I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't have that. I don't have that kind of time. When I first started, uh, like growing out my beard, I was using like everything until I found one because I have sensitive skin. Yeah. Until I found uh, a product that didn't irritate and didn't have like a a funky smell. Right. And uh, it's a company out of. Um, where is it? Kleinberg, Ontario. What's it called? Crown Shaving. Oh, yeah, I know that company. So I use their beard balm. I use their beard wash. I use You wash their... your beard specifically with something? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, my and God. And I use as a as like a face wash as well. I use their, their aftershave when I need to do a shave. I use like everything that they have. Their body wash I even use. Really? Yeah. Huh? And then um, there's one at Shoppers that I don't mind. It's called Bulldog. I think they're from the UK because they had sent in uh, a couple of samples okay. that I tried. I like their beard oil. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of their beard balm. And I like their moisturizer and their face wash. And if you want to get like every now and then you want to fancy and like have your beard smelling nice, yeah. uh, Tom Ford actually makes a couple of really oh, nice yeah. beard oils. Does anybody use a bar of soap anymore in the bathroom? I do. Uh, yeah. yeah. In Sometimes. the shower? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? All mm-hmm. the, that's all I, I use. I tried to think about that yesterday. I'm like, when's the last time I used a bar of soap? I ordered what do you mine use? From- like a pump. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Catherine just loads up the bathroom with with soaps or whatever. Because uh-huh. I, I, I'm not particular about soap because I use very little soap. Uh-huh. Um, but she just loads it up with uh, these pumps. And I'm like, when's the last time? Because there's a spot for it, right? Like we had there's the place where I used to put the where I used to put the bar of soap, and now there's just hasn't been a bar of soap there in years. And I don't remember when the last time I used a bar of soap was. I order mine from New York from C.O. Bigelow. It's a mint. It's a mint soap. So do you rub the soap on your hands no, and then right put the soap body. down? Yeah, that's right what I used body. to do too. I just used to take the soap and just jam it, jam it up he in He uses there. body wash and he gets mad at me for using soap because he says it's ruining the finish on the tiles. Oh, wow. Oh, I thought you were going to say ruining your skin. Yeah. You don't even care. He <laughs> 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 cares more about the tiles than uh, your skin. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Aaron asks, uh, what's something that you like to do the old-fashioned way? For example, I always hand wash dishes. I've never used my dishwasher. Wow, good for you, Aaron. That's incredible. Mm. What, what, what would be considered the old-fashioned way, really? Like, I guess maybe shaving with an old-school shaver. Right. But do you do that? No, no, I'm just uh, out Do you samples. prefer parallel? Do you have one of those things in your car, like a reversi camera and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, I have yeah. a camera that do, I can... Do you, do you prefer to parallel park the old-fashioned way with no... Uh, no I don't no, use my camera. No assistance? I, the only time I use my camera is... Because I have to, because it, it distracts me, the noise, if I'm getting too close to the car right. that's behind, okay. it, the, the car, the sensors on it will start beeping, and then I'm, like, looking at the camera. But most time, or I'm looking at the screen to see where, how, where I am um, or how close I am to that car. Mm-hmm. But most times, I parallel park where my left hand is on the wheel, right yeah. hand is behind the passenger seat, yeah. and I'm just like, with my neck, just looking left yeah. and right. So you don't use your reversi right. camera? No. Huh? Do I you have to do the old-fashioned way because I drive a Yaris. Right, that's right. Yeah, because I don't have that in my truck either. I don't yeah. have a reversi camera. And it's and I don't know, but I sort of like having to park like that because I was in a car not that long ago as, as, as a passenger, and the person was parallel parking, and they, they literally just sat there and didn't even turn their head. No, my dad does that. It scares the crap out of me. Yeah, they're just they're just looking at the screen on the on the dashboard. Yeah, they didn't even, they didn't even look behind them. What's the car um, that will just parallel park for you? Oh, I know. You pull know. up to the side of the it's car crazy. that's in front, it's and then you hit the button, crazy, and it just does, you're like hands free. I and the know. Car just does it it's on its own. nuts. And it's the same car that if you're skydiving, you can talk to your remote or whatever, and it'll lock your car for you. If you're skydiving. Because that's what, what? they're doing in the commercial. Oh, oh, like if you forget it, you can just, it'll lock your car for you? Yeah. You know, my, my, my fob on my car does he, I'm like, I'm, I'm it key in the door, lock and unlock my car. Really? Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Yeah. I have no other way of I doing have a, it. I a landline if that's considered old school. Oh yeah. And you like to use it, right? I, I love the landline. Yeah. Yeah. I still pay for a landline, but I don't have a phone in the I'm house. I'm so good with, I can dial without even looking at the numbers. Oh yeah. I can do that. Yeah. yeah Hold on. Just, Back yeah. up a second. What? You pay for a home phone line and you don't have a home phone attached anywhere in the house? Correct. Why? Because the way that bundling works is that if I get rid of the home number, my my bill actually goes up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Then why not just plug a phone in? Who has time for that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why it would take time. So where would you find one? Where, where would I find one? Um, I guess I, Amazon, maybe. Yeah, I guess. No, I um, I went looking for one not that long they ago. They have them at the and source at the very back no, on the No, right I mean side. a phone jack because when I did the reno, when we renovated the basement, the guy was like, do you want phone jacks down there? And I was like, no. So like I, we gutted and renovated the house and I didn't even have them install phone jacks. But if you wow. have but them, I still, does, I still pay for a line. But if you had them, it would help the resale value. Uh, what, a phone jack? <laughs> you think people are going around the house looking for phone jacks? 
Son. <laughs> yeah, our Please. last house when we did a, a, a reno, yeah. we took all the phone jacks out. Yeah, that's what I did. Because yeah. what yeah. do you need it for? No, you don't. But do you still have one in your house, like a, like a landline? No. No? No. Cell phones. A second completely separate uh, jack, I guess, for a phone in the middle of our kitchen for like the, the downstairs when people buzz up. Oh, yeah, because you need that for the apartment. But every now and then, it's funny because on, on, uh, on Roger's cable, which is what we have at home, when somebody calls the landline, it shows up on the bottom of the not television. With, not with the new box. It doesn't? No, they took that away. So oh, every, with Ignite. So every now and then, uh-huh. um, I'll just be sitting there watching something on television, <laughs> like the hockey game or something, and some, I can see somebody calling. Uh-huh. But I have no way of answering it. <laughs> Does it show a name? Or yeah. it just shows a yeah, number? No, it's a call display. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, would it say, like, mom calling the home? No, the because outside? my mom would just call the home oh, phone. okay, yeah. Yeah, but no, every now and then I see it, and I'm like, no, nah. so I just hit that button where I just sent it to voicemail, because I guess years ago I set up a voicemail. Do you ever check it? I don't know how to check it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you must have hundreds of messages. Bro. Hundreds. Somebody, there's somebody waiting for you to call them back. Yeah, it's fine, whatever. Uh, okay, Roz, I want you to think about mm-hmm. your absolute most favorite meal okay. to cook yeah, yeah. and the okay. way you prepare it, okay? Have okay. that in your mind right now all right, all right. because I'm going to have you describe how you make something. Okay. Let me read this to you first. Sure. From Nazim. Anytime Roz talks about food, can you please play some sexy music in the background? <laughs> because the way he talks about food, it would be 100% better and also sexier if you have sexy music playing in the background. Okay. So, Interesting. Think about that meal. Think about that dish. You think this is sexy? This is gonna make me cry. Oh. I'm gonna start thinking of all the stuff my mom made me when I was a kid. Oh no! Sorry, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. The last meal I had with my dad. Oh no! That's a, that's no, 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 no! I didn't want to do that. No, no, no! Absolutely not. Okay, hold on. Let me this one's more like bound chicka bound music. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, porno music? Yeah, that's sexy music. I don't think porno's supposed to be sexy. <laughs> Go oh. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> God, what do I want to make? Have I talked about open-faced tuna sandwiches before? We have. We have. You're not, you're not doing it in sexy voice. Well, because I'm just workshopping something here, more. I'm workshopping it. You know what's great what? is... Uh, oh, I think it's... Did I do Arbol Tacos? You talked about tacos recently. I just talked about... I don't know, but I talked about beef tacos. Oh, what's this one? Arbol Tacos. Okay, hit Arbol, me. I think that's how you say it. Hold on here. Oh... Hello there. This is this is good. I don't want to screw this up here, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look for something real quick for everybody. Yeah. More, you don't have to close your eyes for this. <laughs> so, so the first thing I do when I'm about to make tacos is I get a good marinade going, and you can use chicken breasts or chicken thighs. It doesn't matter. A lot of people prefer chicken thighs because of the flavor. It's a richer flavor in a chicken breast uh, than a chicken breast. Now, to make the marinade, what I do is I'll just slice up the chicken and I don't get it into slices yet the size that I want because I want them to cook in slightly larger pieces. So I take a chicken breast and I just slice it into about six and then I take those six and I slice them into halves. So you have 
pieces that are maybe like one inch by one inch. A little tiny bit bigger, if you know what I mean, in mm -hmm. some parts. Mm -hmm. Take a Ziploc bag, put the chicken in the Ziploc bag. In that Ziploc bag, you're going to put a little bit of apple cider vinegar. You're going to take the arbol peppers, which you can buy in a little can, and you just peel the can back. Now, put that on a cutting board. Chop it up nice and fine. If you don't want it that hot, just take all the seeds out. It's kind of like in a paste, the mm -hmm. way that it comes. They're fully marinated in a deep paste. And I usually use one pepper per chicken breast. So if I'm doing two chicken breasts, I'll do two peppers. Hashtag math. Throw them in the bag. And then also in that bag, salt, pepper, lime juice, along with the apple cider vinegar. Mm. Little tiny bit of Mexican or dried paprika. Sorry, um, uh, oregano, a little tiny bit of smoked paprika, and then a pinch of cumin, if you have that. And take that and zip up the bag, let all the air out of it so it's nice and tight on the inside. And just take that bag in your hands and just massage the outside of the bag. So all those flavors mix around mm. with the chicken. Get it all nice and like, it's gonna be this beautiful dark red color. And just take that whole bag, fold it in half and throw it in the fridge. You can leave it in there for a couple hours, totally fine. Then when you take it out, there's going to be very little liquid left in the bag because all that liquid would have soaked into the chicken. Yeah, it did. Take a pan and get the pan blazing hot at first with a little bit of vegetable oil. I rarely cook with olive oil. It's interesting to me. Really? Olive oil is something that I use as an ingredient after the fact. Mm. I rarely actually cook with olive oil. All vegetable oil? Vegetable oil is what I use. Yeah, across the board. But what do you do? Um, so get the pan blazing hot. Put some vegetable oil in it right before you put the chicken and turn it down to about like medium and then when you put that chicken in it's going to sizzle and that outside with all those spices on it especially with the arbol pepper on it and the apple cider vinegar you're going to get hit with this incredible smell so don't lean over the pan because your eyes are going to start to water and your nose is going to start to burn Man. so back up just a little mix it around it's going to start to stick to the bottom scrape it up get a wooden nice wooden spoon I just scrape everything up and get all those little bits. You don't want to forget those little bits. And by the way, people, we're not doing this in non-stick pans. You want a full stick, hard bottom pan. That's really? the only way to brown properly. <sighs> Messy. Browning in a non-stick pan is the most difficult thing to do, and I hate it. Reducing in a non-stick pan is difficult to do, and I hate it. I rarely use non-stick pans. I use non-stick pans for grilled cheese sandwiches and eggs and some vegetables that I don't want to stick. Everything else is in full, hard bottom, full stick pans. Hard so, bottom. So once that is cooked up and you are hard bottomed, <laughs> I mean, excuse me, uh, once everything is cooked on all four sides, I have like my favorite kitchen utensil is it looks like a wooden spoon, but only has a flat edge on the end of it. And I take that and I start cutting the pieces in half that have already cooked and I make them into smaller pieces and then smaller pieces. So now you have little pieces that are about the size of a penny mm, and they're like just a little chicken. crumble. And at this point, there's still going to be lots of juice in the bottom of the pan. This is when you want to turn the pan back up and you want to reduce all that flavor that's left in the bottom of the pan, but you want all those little pieces of chicken to suck it all up. And once it's all reduced and it's all coated, it's going to get thick. Give it three good scrapes. Like really get in there and give it a couple of good scrapes <laughs> on the bottom of the pan. Take that out and put it on a plate or put it in a bowl, cover it, just let it sit there and do its thing. Then you can warm your corn tortillas. What I like to do as a dressing with them is I start with a little um, 
uh, sour cream mixture that has lime, um, paprika, hot sauce in it. Mix it all up. A little bit of that. And then the chicken. And then I always, in the fridge, I have always have a container of pickled red onions. And then a couple of those on top. Uh, and cheese. If you don't have access to the Mexican um, uh, cojita cheese, I believe it's called. I could be wrong. Uh, just use feta. That is fine. You can use fat on anything and then just a little chopped cilantro on top and then you're delicious and then you're good to go. <sighs> wow. And those are my favorite tacos. Damn. I'm going to have to yeah. sit here for a while. Yeah. And then I... <laughs> okay. Okay. Atkins 925 is where you'll find us on Instagram. Ask your question. And we'll answer them the best we can. This has been the Razamoka Show Podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.